And we are live. And I mean we are live tonight. I have no idea what's going to happen on this episode tonight because we got a little of everything going on. Kurt Valenti, Mr. Siciliano, how are you with your uh, Alabama hat, sir? Great, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing good. Mr. Kirkpatrick, which is that a New York Yankee hat? Yankee hat, but more importantly, I'm wearing the DMK apparel, K&K Sports Show sweatshirt. Yes, Very you are. Coach Joe Breslin. And uh, Kurt, why don't you welcome our special guest throughout the evening who's going to be in and out with us tonight. Oh, this is going to be not even a special guest. This is, this is a, maybe a once-in-a-lifetime thing here, but... It is our own friend, our guy, Mr. Rob Neely. And what we're going to do tonight is we took a vote. And since Super Bowl Sunday is coming up, everybody likes a little app, some dessert. So Mr. Neely, because he is not only a smoky beard cook, he is the cook. And he cooks (laughs) everything. And he is going to cook tonight live on the air. And you know what? The floor is yours right now, Mr. Neely. And I want you to explain what's going on tonight. All right. So, uh, like you said, Kurt, everybody loves appetizers. When I go out to dinner, I'd rather share 10 apps with friends than, you know, get an, a, 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 an empanada and then an entree. You know, let's get a little bit of everything. Let's let's share. Let's converse. And that is life. So uh, what we're making tonight is uh, we're, we're going to go over ways to make the best Super Bowl apps out of basically what's in your pantry without going crazy. And you can jazz it up any way you want. I'm going to give you a base. So we're going to make a barbecue sauce. And then I'll give you tips on how to make it your own. I'm going to make a honey mustard and show you how to make it your own. We're going to make pretzel bites from scratch. We're also going to use the pretzel bite dough to make pigs in a blanket. Um, And those will go with the honey mustard sauce. We are going to make chicken wings. But I went for drumsticks because... That's the butcher had good looking drums and you don't want to turn down some good looking meat. And uh, last but not least, we're going to wrap it up with chocolate covered pretzels with my smoked sea salt. So we're going to get started right out of the gate. By the way, though, hold on, Mr. Neely. Oh. We got breaking right. news. We got a comment from a Roberto Panich. Is it a Panachino? Oh, He's Bobby Panachino. Okay. His comment is, where's the bunny suit? This is BS. <laughs> <laughs> that was the tease, man. That was the tease. It got you on the screen, though. And yes, All Mr. Right, so Verilli, this is really happening. Let's go. Here All right. Go. So I will post a link to the recipe for my all-purpose rub. It is a very simple rub. There's nothing spicy in it. So it is Kurt Valenti safe. Very uh, good. I will show you how to rub one of the wings up. Now this is key, whenever you're gonna make chicken, um, I mean, listen, it's 2021, we're all getting older, deep frying things isn't the best way to go, right? So I'm going to show you how to make a crispy chicken wing. Now I sent these to Kurt earlier and he'll give us a review later, but the key is you wanna get this chicken as dry as possible. You want all that glimmer off of it. And then you're gonna throw your napkin out because it's filthy. And I have the rub here in a Ziploc, which makes life very easy. Now, what what is the rub, Rob? So it's my all-purpose rub. It is my smoked sea salt. It is onion powder. It's not that big. It's onion powder, or I'm sorry, it's coarse onion, coarse garlic, smoked sea salt, 
mustard powder, and I believe that's all I got in there. It actually surprised me that it had a bit of an everything but the bagel seasoning taste to it. And the reason I think that's the case is because it is so coarse. I leave everything nice and chunky so that you get that texture. And my next tip I'm going to give you is, and so that your wife doesn't kill you, put foil down on the tray. After you put the foil down, you need to get a rack. Take your wife's cookie sheet rack, put it down, and that'll create a layer of space underneath. And then I'm going to lay the chicken out and make sure none of it touches. And what we're going to do is I have the oven preheated at 425 degrees. And every 20 minutes, I will go back in and I will flip them. And by flipping them, we're going to make sure that they're crispy on all sides. So I'm going to wash my hands real quick. Boom. That's very important. I know and I'm, I, sis is a cook. I cook. Very important to wash your hands with, with chicken. Yes. And then we're going to go in the oven. 425. Timer set 20 minutes. And I'll be flipping them in 20 minutes. The floor is yours, guys. All right. Kurt knows, not, Kurt knows Rob, nothing so, about cooking, Bob. Don't worry about it. Real, real quick, Rob, we got a couple minutes and then we'll, we'll come back to you. Uh, yep. Why don't you explain what the smoky beard is? All right. So at the start of COVID, I was losing my mind. I needed a hobby. Uh, I love to cook. Uh, I love to experiment with spices, sauces, etc. cetera. Uh, and my wife and I garden. She's my cameraman tonight. Uh, thanks, babe. Thank you very uh, much, Tina. <laughs> so basically, I uh, went out. I got a 25-pound bag of sea salt. I smoked it for 24 hours. And then I started pairing it with different herbs and spices that we grow in the garden. We dry them out. Um, we grind them up. And uh, I started a shop on Etsy. We're about 2,600 followers on Instagram, about 150 on Facebook. Um, I tested out on my friends and family. Um, and, uh, you know, try to put a good product out there. Yep. And I'm going to be ordering some stuff from Rob and we'll have the link to his, uh, smoky beard, uh, seasonings throughout the show and, uh, definitely some good stuff, chicken, seafood, beef, uh, pizza, pizza, pizza rub. I'm super excited about cause <laughs> I do not have good pizza in Maryland. So I'm definitely anything I can do to doctor up a pizza. I'm doing it. Kenny, there's so a I'm couple comments. Kenny, before Rob leaves, there's a couple comments. Uh, Bob Caputo saying, evening, gents. Rob, you need to be doing a cooking podcast. Rob is also getting asked, where's Jasper? By a rich uh, oh. Bacacci. Oh, yeah. Hey, bud. Say hi. To, say hi. There you Jasper. go. There we go. A special guest. There and he is. Sis, Sis is getting a comment from a Rick... Uh, Bricaglia saying, how come Eddie doesn't have his Seton Hall helmet on? So. All right. So, uh, so Rob, we'll, we'll check in throughout the night with you. Yep. See how those wings are doing in about 15, 20 minutes. We'll, we'll see Sounds how good. doing. Is that, that the plan? Perfect, guys. See you All in right. a bit. Sounds Rob, good. We'll in a few minutes. Sounds good. Thank you, Rob. All right, so this is going to be interesting tonight. We're going to have him throughout the night. Again, we want to thank Mr. Rob Neely for doing this, and uh, we're going to taste some reviews. So, sis, did you hear that comment from from Rick? Yeah, he's a he's a Madison kid. He's friends with my boy Tippy. 
and uh, so, so tonight, yeah, tonight, Kurt, we're going to be bringing in a lot of our audience members, our panelists on other shows, uh, bringing out guests throughout the night. Super Bowl preview show. We'll have some Super Bowl questions uh, for the, for each and every person that comes on. And that being said, I'm going to bring in our first guest of the evening. And that's going to be Mr. Carson Shear is going to be joining us. There he is. Hey, what's up, fellas? How are we doing? Sorry, my webcam is for some reason turned off right now. Can you guys hear me? No worries. No worries. Carson Shear, for those who don't know, is a big YouTube channel. Ticket time. He'll be doing a live stream shortly. Uh, check it out. Good stuff. Gambling. Uh, Monday, I appreciate Wednesday, you, Kenny. Thanks, Saturdays, dude. 8.30 Eastern time. Yes, sir. Definitely go Carson's way. It's great, great time. And uh, uh, for those who don't know, he's also a big part of our show on Thursday nights, Wits and Wagers. So, Carson, for sure. Happy to be being, here, guys. Thanks for being the what's first. up, Carson? I can't what's see you, but what's up? What's yeah, up? what's up? What's thanks up, sis? Can't even hear how are you doing, guys? Good. Thanks for being our first guest and picker tonight. We have a little yeah, for sure. fire. I know you got to get get rolling, so we'll try and get this done in three to five minutes for you. Yeah, so no, you're good. You can get out. So uh, we have a little rapid fire for you. Uh, sure. I know the panel knows, but for those who don't know, first question, I'm going to throw out the first question for you. Okay. Your favorite football team and how long have you been a, a member? How long have you been a fan of them? Oh, boy. Well, I got to go with my uh, Detroit Lions that are lots of uh, news right now with Stafford departing. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd have to say the Lions. Ever since I was little, um, I would scream at the television when we made a horrible mistake. I, my whole family has been Lions fans for life uh, ever since I was little. So I'm 21 now. So probably pretty much my whole life, Detroit Lions all the way. <laughs> awesome. Tomorrow, Carson, a little spoiler, we will get into the Stafford yeah, the, the I'll save my thoughts for then for when tomorrow. Have, for when sure. you have time, when you have time on tomorrow's show, we'll get into that deal tomorrow. So be prepared for that. Okay. Absolutely. Sure. No, you're up. You got a rapid fire. Question. I'm up. A couple comments. Coach Breslin saying Carson, great show. Absolutely saying he's been checked. He checked out your show. Obviously saying you have a great show. Hey, and, I appreciate um, you, Breslin. Thank you so much, Coach. And you're also getting a uh, a woohoo, Carson from an Arcade Trips UK from YouTube saying hello. Hey, what's up, Ryan? How you doing, man? Thanks for joining, Ryan. All right, so I'm not trying to be mean on this question. See, I feel bad asking him this question, Kenny. But no, but, but you know what? I do too. But yeah. I'd like to know what his favorite one is. Yeah, listen, Carson's my guy. I, I'm not trying to bring <laughs> chops over here, but my question is, what's your favorite Super Bowl moment? Oh my gosh! Wow. Wow. Um, oh my goodness. You, you know, it was a great moment. I remember I was watching, um, I, I, I could not tell you the, the exact Super Bowl, but it was between the Cardinals and the Patriots. And when the, the Arizona quarterback threw a pick and a defensive lineman took it all the way to the house before halftime, that's probably one of my, my all time favorite moments. That's one I would have never picked. If you gave me a hundred guesses, that's a, <laughs> I like that. I'm going to write down all the Super Bowl moments and I'm going to see how many different ones we have tonight. Okay. That's yeah. a great one. Sis, I know you got a question for Carson. Yep. Who's your X factor in the game, big guy on Sunday? Oh, man. Um, you know what's going to be interesting is um, I think Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski, I know he's kind of had a, an up and down year. He's still kind of trying to find his groove. Um, but I feel like the Brady and Gronk connection is going to be more powerful than ever this upcoming Sunday. So I think the tight ends on both teams, Kelsey versus Gronk, um, I think the better tight end wins, wins the Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. 
Kurt, you got another one for Carson? All right, so let's get down to the nitty-gritty, Carson. Yeah. Give me prediction. Give me a score. Oh. I'm going to go – man, this is tough. This is going to be a great game to watch. You got, you got um, the up-and-coming, the future of the league, and Patrick Mahomes, and you got the guy that's done it all. Um, I'm going to root – for Tom Brady, the go. I'm going with the go, and I'm going to say this is going to be a very high-scoring game. I'm going to say this is going to be like a 41 to 35 game, and I'm going with the Buccaneers. Okay. Nice, sis. I know you got one more for Carson. Yes, sir, Mr. Carson. Yeah. I need your I need your MVP, buddy, for the game. Got to go with the goat, Tom Brady, man. He's going to uh, win the Super knew, Bowl in his home were. stadium for the first time yeah. ever, and yeah, uh, it's going to be okay. history. Okay. And my my last one for you, Carson. Again, this is hard because you're a Lions fan. Yeah. Will you be wearing a jersey on Sunday? And if so, who will it be? Oh man, you know it was painful because uh, you know again I'll talk more about Stafford tomorrow on, on the Thursday show. Um, I have a Barry Sanders, a Matthew Stafford, and a Calvin Johnson Lions jerseys. Those are the three four football jerseys I'm wearing. I'm going to probably throw my Barry Sanders jersey on for tomorrow, though, um, just to kind of wrap the NFL. Nice. Okay. Carson, thanks for, for coming on for the few minutes with us. I know you got your busy night ahead of you. Good luck. Yeah, absolutely. Tonight. Thanks again for having me, guys. Sorry about my oh, webcam. I don't know what's going no, on. No, no biggie. Don't, don't worry. Very good. Again, please, good. please, everybody out there listening to us, please check out Carson Shear Ticket Time on YouTube. Uh, great stuff. It's a gambling show. Uh, sure. Monday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. He's on 8.30 this evening. You can watch us on Facebook and Carson on YouTube. So, <laughs> Sounds good. Take audience. care, guys. I'll see you guys tomorrow on Thursday. Carson. Show. All right, Carson. All right, see All right you take care, guys. See we'll see ya. And just as that said, we got two more special guests coming on this okay. evening. We got the boys. There they are. The boys are back. Hi. What's up, boys? <laughs> Joey wait, 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 wait. what's Who's up? Who's wearing a Mahomes jersey, first of all? <laughs> that's awesome. Who's wearing a Mahomes jersey? I can't see his face. I think that's Joey. Joey. Yeah. That's Joey. Where's the Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. I betrayed the Packers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's awesome. So, boys, how you doing? Long, a long time. Good. Everything good. going good? Yeah. By the way, I want to give a shout-out, Kenny. Monday is uh, Xavier's birthday, so uh, give him a happy, happy birthday, birthday bud. for Monday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank happy you. Happy birthday, bud. Thank you. Joey's birthday You guys are getting big, boy. Man. So, so before we get anything, before we, we start asking your football questions, I need to know one question. And this is the most important question, boys. How's school going? Good. Good? Everybody's grades are good right now? Yeah. All right. And now we can nice. get to the football. I needed to know that. Because nice. if the grades weren't nice. good, we are going to sign off. The grades are good. Everything's going well? Yep. All right. Good. All right, Kurt, you got some rapid-fire questions for the boys. All right. So I'm going to start this very simple. Who, uh, Xavier, who is your favorite football team? Broncos. Joe, who is your favorite football team? Packers. Okay. My next one for you, Joe, would be simple. Uh, Xavier, I'll start with you. What is your, even even though you didn't, maybe you haven't watched it, but what is your favorite Super Bowl moment that you know of? 
when John Elway ran the football against the Packers in the Super Bowl and ran, and the Packers hit him, but he still got it, and he ran. Perfect. We must have watched that on, on TV. Yes, he did. At, at, at Uncle Kurt's house? Or, no, or no, that was, he, that was, no, he wasn't born. That was 97. Okay. Uh, Joe, what about you? What was your favorite Super Bowl moment? My favorite Super Bowl moment was when Greg Jennings in the 2010 Super Bowl ran down to score the winning touchdown against the Steelers. There you go. There you go. I got, I got a question for I'll – ask, I'll ask Joe first because he's wearing the jersey and then I'll ask Xavier. Yeah. I'm asking you because you're wearing a Patrick Mahomes jersey. Who is your favorite football player? I know your favorite team is the Packers. Who's your favorite football player? It's kind of hard. I have a lot. I like Deion Sanders. Um, I like the old school, Kurt. Yeah, they they like well. the old school. They do. I like... Like, I, obviously, you like Patrick Mahomes, so yeah, and I also like Barry Sanders. If it was somebody who's playing now, is it Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, not retired. Okay, Xavier, how about you? Don't say Drew Lock. This is easy. This is easy for me. Peyton Manning. Okay. And by the way, sis, you would love this. He wears number eighteen as he's the quarterback, and he wears number eighteen. There you go. Sis, what do you got for him? Anything for the boys? Uncle Uncle Kurt broke him in right. Yeah, first for Xavier. Who's going to be the most valuable player in the game? If if the Chiefs win to Mahomes, if, if the Chiefs win to Mahomes, if the Bucks win, it's um it's either a defensive player or Brady. Very smart kid, Joey. Same question. Okay. Who's going to win the MVP, Joe? For the Chiefs, I. For, for the Chiefs, Mahomes, and for the Buccaneers, Tom Brady. Excellent. All right. I got all right. So I'm, I'm going to go very simple. Here we go. Moment of truth, Xavier. Give me a score yeah. and who wins the Super Bowl on Sunday. So I think the Chiefs are going to win 28. The Chiefs are going to win 38 to 28. Okay. Joey, who do you got? Mm-hmm. All right, so for the, I think for the Super Bowl, the Chiefs. So I think, like, they're going to be tied up, and then the Chiefs are going to read their defense, the Buccaneers, and then they're just going to take the game away. The score is going to be 35 points. You got to love these kids. Bill Belichick right here. You got to love these kids, man. That's hey, what awesome. Else for him? Anything? My last one, I got one last question for you guys. I'll ask Xavier first because he's not wearing Jersey, Which jersey you're gonna wear on Sunday? Yeah. No. What? Who are you gonna wear? Are you gonna wear anybody's jersey? Uh, I'm just gonna. The only the only jersey I have is um a Mahomes jersey, so I might as well wear that. <laughs> Mahomes. And how about you, Joe? You wearing the Mahomes jersey again? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go, guys. Enjoy the Super Bowl Sunday. I see Joey's playing the. Uh, some Xbox over there or PlayStation. Oh, real quick, Kel, we got a comment for them from the audience, Kenny. Guys, real fast, what did you guys think of, because I know you watched the Saints, um, I believe it was the Saints-Bears. By the way, guys, Jen is saying hello. 
No. So Joe and Joe and Xavier Jen saying hello. And Rob wants to know, what did you guys think? Did you like the uh, Nickelodeon broadcast of the game? Yeah, it was actually pretty fun and funny. With the slime awesome, in the end guys. zone and stuff, that was pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. All right, All right boys. boys. Boys, enjoy the Super Bowl. After the Super Bowl, come back on and hang out with us. Give us some pointers on some uh, MLB to show. C- Coach Kurt, I'm going to uh, – Coach Kurt, Uncle Kurt, and I, I'm going to get some PlayStation too. We'll have some tournaments. Oh, they, hey, they're loading up on their teams, Kenny. They're mad in teams I know, good. Need, I'm going to get PlayStation. I'm going to challenge you boys soon. All right, guys. Guys, see you later. Enjoy the game Sunday, boys. Uh, Your boy pizza, peace. (laughs) (laughs) They're nuts. All right, our next guest is coming on. Okay. We have Miss Jenny Hoops joining us. There she is. Hi, guys. There's the brains of the outfit. (laughs) Now, we got, is it time for Rob yet, or we got five minutes for we Rob? We got five minutes for Rob. All right. So let's get let's hit up with Jenny Hoops Jen, with the Super Bowl questions. Know, everybody should know Jen's the Jen and Kurt co-host all in on high school sports on Tuesday nights, eight o'clock. Great high school sports show. For those who don't know, maybe listening out in YouTube land, check them <laughs> out on Tuesday nights. Awesome high school sports talk show. Yep. Thank you. Uh, so a little rapid fire with Jen and then bring Rob in because I heard Jen, you're taste testing because Kurt don't eat anything. Well, you know what? I have already taste. I have to be honest. I have already taste tested everything. <laughs> and, for record, and for the record, Kenny, I have tasted the chocolate covered pretzels and I have tasted the um, um, pretzel bites. And phenomenal plus phenomenal. So, <laughs> by the way, guys, Rob Neely is putting all the recipes in the um, comment screen. So if anyone wants to check them out, please check them out. We're going to post them throughout. You know, we'll post everything on our uh, pages and stuff throughout the week. But go ahead, Kenny. Okay. So, got a, again, Jen, we're going to do a little rapid fire with our, with our members, people that are calling in and checking in with Zoom. So, we got a little rapid fire. You're very familiar with the rapid fire. You and Kurt <laughs> do it on Tuesday. So we're throwing it right back at you tonight. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, Jen, we all know on the panel, Jim, I want your favorite football team. New York Giants. Not a girl. Right. <laughs> Kurt, I know you got a uh, question. My comment would be, what then was your favorite Super Bowl moment of all time? Oh, geez. I guess it's going to have to be, um, I'm, I'm really not like that good with like the names and the years and everything like that. Football is not my number one sport, but what was the year with the catch on like the helmet, right? The, that was, I agree. That was the undefeated. We beat the undefeated team that year. That's okay. That would be one. Is that a good one? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Spoiler alert, that wasn't mine, and Kurt was surprised. I am <laughs> very. I'll, I'll give mine later. But, uh, sis, I know you got a question for Jenny Hoops. Yeah, before I go into that, Kenny left the best part out about Jenny Hoops. She's the basketball expert in that family. But anyway, <laughs> moving along. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Sis. <laughs> You're welcome. Mrs. Valenti, who is your X-Factor in the game on Sunday? 
You know what? I, I have to tell you guys that I, I know the rapid fire questions tonight, right? Because I've, I've heard them being going back and forth between all the conversations. And I just don't feel like well versed enough. And like, I feel like I know all the, um, all the main players, but I feel like, like if I was going to make an X factor, I feel like, you know, the tight end Kelsey on Kansas city. Like if he has a good game, like I feel okay. like that, that's going to be a deciding factor. I don't know if that's like an X factor. No. I feel like you're looking. No, yeah, that's fine. Arson okay. came on and Carson said Gronkowski. So very fair. Okay. Tight end. Okay. I would that's definitely fun. call it an X factor. Okay. Somebody who you think is going to be the focal point of the, okay. uh, the game. Uh, Kurt, you got another one. All right. So again, let's get down to the nitty gritty hoops score final score. Who's going to be holding up that trophy? I know it's difficult to repeat, but I think Kansas City is going to do it. Um, I don't know if that's just me rooting against Tom Brady. I was talking to my brother earlier, and he's like so hesitant to say that out loud because he doesn't want to jinx it. But um, I think uh, Kansas City, 27-24. Sis, you got one more. Jen, who's going to be the MVP, Jen, of the game? Kansas City is going to win. It's going to be Mahomes, in my opinion. I knew you were going to say that, but it's all. <laughs> I'm so predictable. My, my last one. Are you going to be? Is there going to be a jersey being worn by you on Sunday? And if so, who will it be? I I don't think so. Um, like if we every time we've gone out to watch the Super Bowl, Kurt, I have worn a jersey. I've worn a Giants jersey, right? So I usually wear Eli. Um, it would it would probably be an Eli Manning jersey, though. I'm going to throw it back. My favorite Giant was before he retired and became a little vocal was. Barber. Awesome. Now, <laughs> quick question, Jen. That, thank you for that. was the rapid fire segment. Okay. Are you staying on to taste test Rob Neely's stuff now? Yes, absolutely. Yes. I got I got I got the first item ready to go on the plate right here next to me. I'm gonna bring the smoky okay. beard back in. <laughs> there he is. There he Welcome is. Back, Mr. First Rob flip. Neely, Smoky Beard himself. Look at those first chicken wings or Looking good. We got Jenny Hoops over here ready to try some through the magic of TV. Jenny <laughs> Hoops has some of Smokey Beard's wings ready to go. All right. Her place, which is upstairs from Mr. Valenti. <laughs> I'm going to show it. Here it is. We were uh, fortunate oh, enough to, to get it. it uh, it's so good. And I actually have as a dipping sauce, correct me if I'm wrong, Rob, the, it's the barbecue sauce, correct? Correct. Correct. And that's yep, a so. very simple sauce that I was going to uh, teach everybody in segment number three. Okay. So um, I just, I have to show the packaging if that's all right, because yeah, he puts it in these cute little, you know, um, glass tins right, with the little smoky beard logo on the top, right? Taking care of Love his, uh, and then I'll, I'll give you the live taste test. So Rob, what are we doing now? If you can explain to the audience. So, so earlier today, Jenny likes I, it. I put together the dough mix for the pretzel bites, which is a pretty simple mix. Uh, again, I'll share everything online, um, but it's flour. It's uh, a little vegetable oil, some active yeast, a little smoked sea salt. Um, nothing really crazy. It's your typical pizza dough, pretzel dough, uh, roll dough. And we're going to use the same dough for the pretzel bites and for the pretzel-wrapped pigs in a blanket. So what's really cool about this is we're going to go over to the stove, and the only thing in this pot is water. 
And I'm going to add in baking soda, a third of a cup. And we got a little science class stuff going on here. And I'm going to go right back to the pot with a handful. But I'm going to drop them in really slow. And we're just going to wait until they float, which should be about 10 to 15 seconds. And we're going to go through this whole process pretty quickly just to get ourselves some pretzels. How are they doing over there? While that's going, I'm going to crack an egg because we can't have pretzels without the egg wash. Now, let me ask you a question, Rob. Yes, sir. Pizza dough, you said, right? Yeah, you can use the same recipe for pizza dough as you would for pretzel dough. Uh, how long did you... Do you let that proof out? Like, do you let it proof like pizza dough or do no, you so let it sit in the great, fridge and then throw it out? That's a great question, Kenny. So I uh, let all the wet ingredients sit in the uh, mixer with the yeast and warm water. That's the key for five minutes. So the yeast activates. And then after the yeast activates, you mix in the flour, you turn the mixer on and you let everything do its work. You then... Um, once it's nice and smooth, you know, you're going to put it in a bowl with a little vegetable oil, cover it and, uh, with a towel. And I'm sure your mother did this. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> once, once it was sitting and ready to rise, you just put it in a microwave and let it sit. You know, that's for some reason, that's always where dough rises. So, um, now I'm going to take these pretzel bites and I'm going to get a brush and I'm going to show you how we get pretzels. Stay where you are, Mike. Sis, what do, you, sis what do you want? Sis, about like a 36 pack of uh, pretzels from them? 20, 24. I'm going to get some mice for my water. <laughs> <laughs> so right here, I'm just giving it a little egg wash, right? So I'm going to do six like this. And if you bear with me, I'm going to show you how to throw in the pigs in a blanket, which will take another minute, guys. By the way, Hoops, I do not have any samples. So by the next time Mr. Neely's coming on in about 20 minutes, I need some samples down here. Okay, I'll bring you some. Um, did, I got the oven going to heat them up. So you want the pretzel bites? Yes. Right now I'm salting the pretzels because you can't have pretzels without salt, right guys? And right. girls. Well, Curry, you like the pretzels without salt, right? Yeah, I like both. Now, Rob. Yes, you, sir. Do you ever remember going to a Giant Stadium or even more more familiar was well, it was Giant Stadium or Yankee Stadium? Uh, the guys would have the little tabletop grill with the pretzels. Yeah. And, and just heat those pretzels. Those would be really like fresh pretzels on a grill, I think would be a great idea. Yeah. You know, frozen pretzels, they were good, but they weren't like I'm like yours are just gonna be ten times more. Yeah, five dollars Jealous that rock. Kurt is getting all this food. I'm so, not Oops is getting it. Kenny, what Kurt, about, um... Jealous <laughs> Kurt's getting all that food for, for, for nothing over there. So I'll give you a, a tailgating hack. Tina's first football game while we were dating. I took her Titans Giants. She rocked um, a Ryan suck up jersey because he's the greatest Titan to ever play the game. Um, and uh, she's a big cheese snob. But when you take somebody tailgating, you got to teach them how it's done. 
So I got a jar, and we've all eaten this before. I'm sure even Kurt has the Tostitos queso. And I oh no, he no, has not. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> you got the wrong guy. No, no. Right on the grill, and you just dip straight into the queso. Oh, that's good. So these are the pretzel bites, right? It's the same thing, except I put turkey hot dogs from Pios in Garfield, New Jersey. In them. Yeah, and great place. Yep. And we're going to, Teddy, we're going to let them sit the same way, maybe 30 seconds. Okay. And we're going to brush them uh, with egg wash, salt, and then right in the oven. And now, we'll have pretzel bites. I got another question for you, Rob. Yep. Tell somebody, for me, me personally, and I, I know a lot of people, I know Kirk falls into this category. You say turkey in front of hot dog, you say turkey in front of bacon, and it scares yeah. a lot of people away. What mm -hmm. can you say to, to try and get them to be, you know, more experimental? Like, it's a healthier version, but the taste is there. I, I love turkey bacon. I, I honestly love turkey bacon over regular bacon. Same, but I think you have to get them to buy the right turkey product. So, uh, the, I don't want to speak ill of a, one brand over another, but the highly processed turkey bacon that you're going to buy for $1.99 doesn't, isn't made with thighs. It's made with processed meat. It's not made with the thighs, which is the fat. It's not made with the legs, which is the fat. Um, same with the turkey hot dogs. You could buy brand X at ShopRite, but if you go to a butcher and you buy, you spend an extra dollar a pound on the quality of it, you're going to get what you're paying for. I'm going to bring in uh, Coach Sickinger, Kurt. So okay. when we're done with this, we can get right into the Chiefs. Okay. Um, <laughs> Kurt, would you need me? When would you need me to bring down the uh, the pretzels for you? Whenever you would like, dear. So, right, I'll go. I'll go pop them in right now. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Jenny. Hoops for testing. No problem. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, we'll see you thank we'll you. See you soon. Thank you so much, Mr. Neely. And hello, You're Mr. Welcome. Singer. <laughs> I'll go pop them in right now. See you, Jen. See you, Jen. So, Rob, what, what, what do you want to do to finish this segment off before we bring you back? I'm uh, throwing them in the oven, and uh, they'll be ready when I have dipping sauce uh, ready to teach yep. you guys in about and then, 20 minutes. And then do me a favor. Show us that Smoky Beard logo again of the the rubs and uh, the stuff you do. Give us a little one-minute rundown of your, your business. Yep. So, again, I make lemonade out of lemons. <laughs> I get the freshest stuff I can. I grow it. I source it locally. And... Uh, I grind it up like one of our guests was talking about earlier or one of our followers talking about uh, fresh herbs and grinding them. I don't know if they're the same herbs that he's talking about, but, um, you know, that's what we do. We uh, put together spice rubs to juice, jazz up your food um, simply, you know, take the work out of uh, the kitchen, put it in the jar and uh, boom, you're set. Awesome. Rob, we'll check back with you in a few minutes, okay? We'll see how All those right. bites and pigs in a blanket are coming along. Thank you, Mr. That's Neely. Good. Thanks, Rob. And we got Mr. Sickinger in the house. I, I got nothing. I got nothing after that guy. After Rob. <laughs> He's doing some amazing stuff. Jim. This is crazy. 
I can take it out of my wood shop and make some stuff. You know, that's about it. I can make them a cutting board. (laughs) You know what? That's about all I can do, Kirk. Uh, Listen, you did enough for me because you gave me my mini helmet board, and I need another one soon for my college basketball one I need, so... Hey, don't Jim, I don't know if your, you can uh, see on my bookshelf. I got the helmets. I need a. I need he's going to need one too. Ah, no problem. That I can do. What he's doing? Nah, no, I can never get the whole multitasking thing down. He may actually have Kurt trying some stuff tonight. That that's that's a miracle. Uh, that was great when the word when the word queso came up, and all four of you were like, "No, no, no, no." <laughs> no. <laughs> I was sitting here off air, going, "No way, no way. there's no way he's doing it." <laughs> How you guys doing? All right. All right. Good. Mr. Good. with us. I know you guys haven't seen each other in a while. And, uh, Coach, yeah, how are Jim, you? You got to be on top of the world. How are you, my friend? Good, brother. Jim, you got to be on top of the world. Your Chiefs are back in the Super Bowl. I mean, all joking aside, a lot of us thought they were going there, but they are officially there now. One more game, and then yeah. you call yourself back-to-back champions. Oh, you know, how's it feel? It's exciting. It really is. Um, you know, for a while there, I thought we were kind of the forgotten team. You know, at the last week, we didn't play any of the starters. We had the bye. And then everybody was talking about, you know, all the different teams and this and that, boom, boom. And I felt like I, I even said to Kurt, I said, Kurt, it feels like we're kind of under the radar a little bit there, right? Uh, you know, everybody's thinking about everybody else. And, uh, you know, it, uh, and I, I was okay with that. And then, uh, you know, doing the Browns the way we did, and then, uh, you know, the next week having a great game, doing what they had to do against the Bills. And um, my condolences to our buddies on the Bills Mafia yeah. that were on the show. Um, I thought one of the greatest things ever was was they showed people at Kansas City Airport carrying their, their uh, tables back to take them back to Buffalo. You know, that was pretty cool. And, so, Jim, I'm going to be bringing in a fellow Chief fan. Glenn Delapesca is going to be joining us. He's a Chief fan. That's friends with Rob Neely. What's up, Glenn? Glenn, hey, joining. Glenn, how you doing, man? You got a good you got a fellow chief fan with you, Mr. Coach Sickinger over there. So oh, this there's is another one fun. around. Yes, there oh, is. Long time. We were just asking Jim, how's it feel to to be in the Super Bowl again, back to back years? I mean, you're officially there now. I mean, how's it feel? <laughs> well, I mean, I've been through decades of suffering and. Uh, tough playoff losses, tough yeah. games. So it feels good now. I feel a little spoiled, but uh, you still got the same nerves. Oh, 100%. Kurt, I know we got some like little questions for the guys. Uh, I'll start off if you guys don't mind. Okay. I'll ask Jim first, and then I'll ask Glenn. My first question to you guys is going to be with the loss of Eric Fisher, ACL injury. What do you think – the Chiefs and Andy Reid's game plan is going to be for this game against, in my opinion, a top three front seven in the NFL in the Buccaneers' defense. Well, you know, luckily they've been rotating these guys, Remmers, Wiley, all the guys all year. So I think, you know, it's not like they're having to take somebody, you know, off the streets and put them out there. So they, they, they these guys have played enough together. And Andy Reid's a smart guy. You know what? He's not going to put Mahomes in deep drops where he's going to have to be protections. It'll be screen passes. It'll be quick hitters. Get the ball to your skill receivers quickly and make that happen. We got Clyde back. Uh, Le'Veon Bell's supposedly feeling better. So, and, and you know, very underrated. Glenn, Darrell Williams has been a beast for us in the backfield, right? 
There's yeah, nothing better yeah. than an undrafted free agent back. running. He's playing the best right now. He really is. Yeah. You know what, Glenn? I, you know, I feel that too. Like he's real hungry. But that's a great question, Kenny. You know, I feel bad for Fisher when he ruptured his Achilles there. You know what? You know, the guy was very maligned, for, you know, because he was the number one overall pick. Um, you know, Chiefs fans were never satisfied with him. And, you know, the, the line's been, I mean, we're playing without four of our five starters. You know what? On, on the offensive line, you know, it really isn't people. nothing new. No, it really isn't. You know, that, that's a credit to Andy Reid and his staff. Um, I know Kurt will agree to that. Uh, you know what? That you know to be able to take offensive linemen and just switch them. You know, it's not the easiest thing in the world, but you know he does a great job with that. What do you think, Glenn? You want to yeah. add, Glenn? Do you think they're going to run more, pass more? Do you think it's going to stay the same? Um, I think the thing with Andy Reid, he just does what he does and he's not going to change that. So like a lot of people might think he might keep another tight end. I mean, we keep the running back back there a lot, which is where I think Darrell Williams is our best running back in that sense to pick mm-hmm. up a little, but I don't think he's going to do too much of that. Uh, just as much of the same things, like we've already said, he's going to, a lot of our quick passes end the rounds kind of disrupt the pass rush, like try to use their aggressiveness against them. Yep. Um, I agree. We run a lot of plays at the line. It's the same play when you see it at first, but there's a thousand different ways that it can be ran. So I think those types of things will do. And um, it just depends. I mean, the Bucks ran man defense the first game, and you saw what happened the first quarter. I don't think they're going to do that same thing. They're going to try to rush with those four guys and keep us underneath because they have fast line, good linebackers too. But uh, if we control those four guys, their, four, their pass rush, then we should still be able to do a lot of the things we normally do. Great. I got one more question, and then I'll swing it to Kurt and Sis. Uh, I'll start this one with, with Glenn. Who has a chance to be a huge sleeper or under-the-radar guy in the Super Bowl? It could be offense or defense, or if you want to give me one on each side of the, of the, the ball, uh, you can. Who has a chance to be that like guy who comes out of nowhere – for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Uh, I'll go with offense first. On offense, I would go uh, – I mean, we just talked about Darrell Williams. He's been playing well, but he's basically an unknown to most people. Um, I don't think necessarily him – he's going to have like a 150-yard game, but he'll make key runs, key plays, things like that. Another guy in the offense that I want to mention that I like at receiver is uh, Byron Pringle. Yeah. They're going to key on our – Kelsey and Hill, and I know everybody says that those guys need to have big games, which they can't get shut out, but what the key is with the Chiefs, if those third, fourth receivers, they make these big plays here and there. And that's where I see a guy like Byron Pringle. He runs hard. Uh, he plays smart. Uh, he can make an impact. And on defense, um, our rookie, Legereus Steed, he's been playing lights out. I mean, he's been great, and uh, he's blitzing the quarterback, sacks, because I think that's key, getting pressure to Brady. So if we can do those things, I think a guy like him would pop out that not as many people know. How about it, Jim? You know what? I, I would pick the, the same guys, but since since Glenn did that, I'm going to go with his counterpart. Um, Juan Thornhill has done a great job. Now, he wasn't there the first time we played because he was still recovering from the injury. Uh, so Juan Thornhill covering these guys because, you know, you got Mike Evans, you got, you know, Antonio Brown. Yeah, I know he's a little banged up. Uh, you know, Scotty Miller, they got some pretty good receivers there. And we got to keep an eye on Gronk, you know, running that seam route down the middle. Uh, on offense, 
if we could keep it, well, first of all, we got to keep the team away from the barber. I don't know if you guys saw that today. Yeah, I did. You know, the barber, yeah. the barber had COVID, and you know, that was you know, almost a disaster. Oh, you know what? Two of the guys, Demarcus Robinson, who would be my other key. Um, you know, these guys, Mahomes was like next to go in the chair. Luckily, I heard he was like, getting oh, his hair whoa, spritzed. Whoa. They were spritzing his hair right before he was just about to get. You know, and then get him out of there. You know what? Put him in bubble wrap. Um, you know who I like on, on well, once again, it, it all depends because, you know what, Sammy Watkins is such a, if he's healthy and he can play, I mean, here's a guy who's only 27 years old, but he's always hurt, but he, he's that, you know, him, Demarcus Robinson, those third down filler guys when they're keen, because like you said, they can't always cover Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, but we need those other receivers to get open. So, um you know, those would be my guys on offense, depending if Watkins is healthy and he could play him. If not Demarcus Robinson, you know what, hopefully with the protocol and everything passes, I, I like what he's got. I know, I know sis has a great question. I'm going to jump to sis and then we'll finish off with you, Kurt. For okay. Questions. Sis has a good question for you guys. Len Dawson, whatever Kurt's, whatever sis is going to ask, the answer is Len Dawson. <laughs> oh, it might be. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be Len Dawson. You'll see. The, I'll let sis ask the question. You might want to take that back. I'm going to ask Coach Sickinger first, and then I'll go to Glenn, your X Factor for Sunday's game. Hitting Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy doesn't like to get hit. And when he gets hit, he doesn't usually do too well. Um, so I want to see Tommy get hit in the mouth a couple times early. You know, I want to see Frank Clark, and I want to see Chris Jones, the bear, just coming up the middle and, and working some damage. So that's what I want to see early. Glenn? I mean, that's basically the Glenn, same. Glenn, same uh, question, big guy. Who's your, who's your X factor Sunday? Basically the same. I would say, like, the trenches as a whole, both sides of the ball. That's what's going to dictate which way the game goes. Uh, we got pressure on him. Uh, he's going to – I think he'll start throwing interceptions. I mean, we saw in the Green Bay game he threw a couple yeah. of interceptions. And uh, that, if we let him sit back there, he's going to do whatever he wants. Uh, an, an R ball. If we, I mean, Mahomes is great at scrambling and all and everything. But um, if he has any kind of time for most of the day, then it's going to be a long day for the Bucks too. Yes, sir. Says Mike, Kenny, I Mike, got one. Oh, I'm sorry. Says go ahead. Go ahead, sis. No, I was just going to say, I know you guys are big uh, Chiefs fans, and I think that <clears throat> that Edwards kid is, is a great back. And my only concern with that is when he was healthy, the first time they played, they held that kid to uh, <clears throat> 37 yards on 11 carries. So I don't know if you guys are a little bit concerned about that, but uh, being a chief, you know, fan, I would definitely be. I would definitely be. That's all I really wanted to say. Mm -hmm. The thing is, we can run by passing too. So a yardage is rushing and stuff like that. It's not always dictates our game. I mean, that game we also threw. Uh, Tyree Kill had 200 yards receiving in the first quarter. Yeah. Yeah, Holmes threw for 462 yards in that game. Mm -hmm. Yep. Thank you. Say, well, off the gas. Mm -hmm. no, now, you're absolutely right. Hey, one other thing, and, and Ed, uh, sis, I'm going to go to you. The X Factor could be the weather. They're, yeah, they're, I heard rain today. Rain and possible uh, thunderstorms. No kidding. No yeah. kidding. Wow. So that could be no. another X Factor that, you know, once again, that's yeah. not even, you know, 
if it, if it turns into, you know, some bad weather stuff, I mean, our, our guy could spin it in anything. I'm not worried about him. But once again, there's another out, you know, outlier thing. Yep. That. That's a great point. I, I got one that. for him, Kenny. I got one for him. because I, is- I got a fun one for the guys. I'll save it for last. Okay, though. real quick, Kenny, because this is going to sound crazy, like asking this question, but it's really not. Would you guys rather be up by one but have to stop Brady? I'm saying minute <laughs> minute 10 left in the game. Would no, you rather be up like by one but your defense has to hold Brady out of field goal range or down by one and you're putting all your money on Mahomes? Glenn, what would you rather take right now? That's easy for me. Not even because I don't want to see Brady on the field in the last minute, but – uh, Mahomes, I would say Mahomes with the ball. I want to have the ball. Uh, you always want to be the one to score to win. Yeah, we've seen him do it so many times. You know what? I don't want to have to be yelling at my TV for the no. defense to hold out. But, on, guys, you know isn't what? it crazy, though, when you were thinking you would say, <laughs> hey, I'm going to give you a minute and ten, one stop, and you're Super Bowl champs, and people are like, I want the ball down one. I, it's, it's crazy. You could tell us, Kurt, we'd be down five, six, whatever. You want the ball. I still have confidence in this kid. You know, I might even say if we're down 20 with a minute. (laughs) Yeah, no, it is. It is really wild when you come to think of it, how much confidence we have in the kid. You know what? I almost like when we don't go up because when we or when we do go up, we kind of get out of our game plan a little bit. And it seems like we get discombobulated for a short time and the other team kind of comes back. You know what? But when we're in that go, 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 go. You know, when we're behind and we're just slinging it, you know. Hey, listen, at the end of the day, as long as, as, long as Andy's hoisting up, Big Red's got the trophy, we'll, we'll all be happy. Absolutely. I'm going to ask a fun question, Kurt, and then I'll let you finish okay. the segment. I'm going to go to Jim first. I, I got a feeling you guys are going to be on the same page on this one. If you can bring back one past – Kansas City Chief to play in the Super Bowl this year. Who would it be? Past, retired. Glenn, you go first. East. Want me to go first? Yeah. I think I know where you guys are going. Uh, I, my favorite Chief of all time was Derek Thomas, so I would pick Derek Thomas. I thought it would be pretty easy for you. For, for you. Let's see. Yep. There, there you go. Guys. There my, it is. It's going to be my a little closet, My closet's too far away to go grab my dog. That, that was, that was the I, easy pro, pro, projection. You get him on the defense. That, that was easy. I, the closet was right you're there. Shutting, you're shutting the Bucks out if he's playing on the defense. <laughs> you know what? I had to move all my Denver quarterback jerseys to the side to be able to get to that. <laughs> it definitely wouldn't have been Elvis Gerber. It's going to be a little harder when we talk. We're going to be doing the same kind of interview with a Bucks fan in a few minutes, and I'm curious to see what his answer is going to be because I can't. There's a few I may go with the Bucks, but the Chiefs, there was definitely Derek Thomas. You know, and it's true because there's those times at the end of the game when you want that pass rush. And sis, you know about that with LT. It was just LT when he needed to, he would just get to the quarterback. And I say that all the time. And you know, some of the guys I teach with who are younger didn't get to see LT play. I'm like, see that point in the game? That's when he would have mauled the quarterback right there. And Derek Thomas had similar, similar kind of traits to him. Like he was just yeah, he had that motor. I agree. Yep. yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. You know what? I mean, it just it, and 
just when you need that. Like some of these guys just like they look like they take plays off. They just get to the line of scrimmage and they just kind of wrestle with somebody. You need Mm -hmm. that motor, like you said, sis, to be able to go after a guy. But yeah, DT, he was he was awesome. He was special. Kenny, I'm gonna I think you gotta ask the I think you gotta ask the guys the important question. Yeah, important question. Here we go. All the money's on the table, Glenn. Give me a score and give me an MVP for Sunday. Um 37-31, Chiefs, Mahomes. Mr. Sickinger. I'm going to go Chiefs in the 30, Bucks in the 20, and I'm going to go I, – I think this is the time now they're going to give it to Kelsey. Okay. You know what? They're going to work Kelsey, and, and you know what? I know in order to Kelsey to get it, it's going to be Mahomes throwing it to him, but you know what? I think it's time for Kelsey to get that's, some luck. That's, that's a great pick, Jim. Because everybody forget, like I think they're going to key on Tyreek Hill and try and stop him so much that they're going to forget about Kelsey. Kelsey can be a big time player in this game. And by and the way, Jim, Jim, yeah. by the way, in about twenty minutes, Coach Breslin had a great idea. You guys aren't going to like this, but Coach Breslin, being the defensive guru, he's actually going to come on and he's going to show with a whiteboard how he's going to how he would stop the Kansas City offense and a certain set. So tune in on that one. Coach Breslin is going to have the Rumor answer. has it Todd Bowles is going to be watching. Yes, Todd Bowles <laughs> watching. Yeah. Hey listen, you know what? If Coach Breslin can do it, God bless him. You know what? If they can figure out that play when Tyreek Hill runs down and just runs across the field and everybody chases him, that leaves the middle of the field open. I kind of like that one a lot. Right. So my last question before I wish you guys good luck is what will you guys be wearing on Sunday? Good one. Depends what quarter it is. <laughs> Switching what, it up. what are you saying? So four, four different jerseys. I like that. I got, I got four different jerseys. You know what? You got, I got the nice one for the start of the game. Then second quarter, you kind of go to one of those ones you buy from China. So when you spill some Buffalo juice on it, you're not worried about it. Third quarter, we usually go right back to Kelsey. And then we got our we got the closer, Derek Thomas, at the end. So that's usually my plan. I don't know. It seems it seems to work so far. You sticking with one, Glenn, or are you going with the four now? Uh, I like that idea of four. Yeah. That's a good I might, I'll probably go through a couple hats during the game because I'll yeah. throw them and not be able to find them again. <laughs> but for jerseys, I'm gonna stick with the one I was lucky enough to go to last year's Super Bowl. So I'm gonna stick oh, with you did. I wore at the Super Bowl last year. I don't even know. I'm not sure if I've watched it since last year, but I mean, I'll smell it. <laughs> oh, so you were there last year, huh, Glenn? Yes, I sat in about the third row in the 49ers end zone. I but saw I pictures today. Glenn looked awesome. That's awesome, yeah, man. Nice. Good That's for awesome. You. Good for you. Man. I was lucky enough. My best friend brought me uh, as a wedding gift, and that he's a 49ers fan, but you got, you know. That's great. What jersey did you wear? I wore a Mahomes jersey, but I had it with the Super Bowl patch on it. And um, nice. I just got that Mahomes jersey just for that, the game. This, this, the next year, next time the Giants make the Super Bowl, I'm just going to say I'm going to get married so you guys can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> guys, Trust me, that's going to go the end of Sunday. It. You know, for me, it's personally, it's like one of them things the Chiefs, they're the best team in football the last two years. But you, as a, fan you don't dislike them if it was like the cowboys if it was right. uh, you know there's there's 20 teams right. in the nfl i could say oh 
they're the best team in the NFL. I want them to lose. I don't want the Chiefs to lose. They're Jim, not Jim what did I text you, Jim? What did I text you right after that day? After the, after the AFC Championship? Yeah. I'm all in what? with your Kansas City. And I'm a diehard Bronco fan, Glenn. He is. But I'm rooting for the Chiefs because I, I hate Brady that much. So, I know plenty of Bronco fans who don't agree with you in there. I know, but I'm not like that. I, I'm like Kenny. You, you know, I don't have a hatred versus him yet. We haven't beaches in what five years? How can I have a hatred? There's no rival. They're not a team you can. They're not a team you dislike. No. It's just it's just their personality. Well, you know, there's not a player on there. You, you know, no, you kind of right, Kenny. You kind of root for Big Red. You kind everybody likes Mahomes. You know, I mean, when you go down when you go down the list, the Hunts run a great organization, top to bottom. The Hunts are just a class. I mean, and, and to figure, right, sis, when they were the, the Houston Texans, when the old man bought them and then brought them to Kansas City as an expansion team in the, in the AFL, Lamar, like, you know what, that, that, that's that been a family-run organization, sis, since the beginning. Yep. They're just, just a class yep. organization. So, hey, listen, you know, it is what it is. The the, the, the chips are on the table. Let's Let's make it happen. I'll tell you what, I want to get back to the cooking guy. I'll tell you what, I'm salivating watching know, Bob Haley cook that stuff. Oh, my yeah. goodness gracious. I'm a chef. I'm a chef. you got to take Sunday, me off, hopefully. start bothering him. Glenn, if What's you want to join next week for a victory party, hopefully, more than welcome to come on. and yes, uh, for sure. You know, definitely join us. And, Jim, oh. you know, you'll be here next Wednesday, hopefully, for a wick victory. Thanks for having me. I'll be glad. No, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. Hey, Jim, good luck. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Never yeah. thought I'd heard that from Kurt. Go Chiefs. Good luck, boys. <laughs> oh, by the Guys way, might want to listen. Last plug. If you want the uh, the cardboard cutout of Pat Mahomes like I got, Party City on Route 4, they had a bunch of them left. And when I walked by, Glenn, I punched the Brady one in the face. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> guys might want to. You guys might want to. The kid in the store didn't know what was going on. I got my chief mask on, Kenny, my chief hat. I'm walking by the Brady one. I go pop, and I hit right in the face. You guys <laughs> might want to put the show on mute for a few minutes because we got a Buccaneers fan coming yeah, on. They they're, gonna get the last uh, set. they're getting the last say. I didn't know there were, I didn't know there were any Buccaneers fans, but that's cool. <laughs> they, getting, they're only a real Buccaneer yeah. fan if they have a creamsicle jersey in their wardrobe. There you go. If they don't. They have to have the, the old Doug Williams creamsicles. Oh, he, he might. He might have set. his jersey, Jim. That's awesome. He might he's have a true it. fan. You guys, Listen, have guys, a great thanks, night. Sis, good seeing you, Glenn. I'll talk you to you next too, week coach. We we'll see you guys Thank you. All right. Be good, guys. Thank you, guys. Take care. Take care. Thank good you. luck. Good luck. All right. There's the chief segment of it, Kenny. So is it now Buccaneers segment or Rob? It's uh, Buccaneers. Let's go Bucks. Bring him in. All we'll right. bring Neely in, but we could bring him in. You want Neely in now, too? Uh, no, not yet. We'll bring, uh, let's bring Mike in. There he is. Look at that creamsicle hat. How you doing? What's going Mike, on, Mike? Thanks for joining. A Buccaneers fan. That is great. Love it. Yeah, man. What? Thanks for being patient. We ran a little behind. You know, Chiefs fans, they always, you know. They want to talk. Yeah. Show. You know how it is. That's all right. But we gave we got we got you on second, so you got you get the last say tonight on, on the Super Bowl. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, I was looking, and uh, when we were doing all in on high school sports, his wife uh, Andrea was doing. We were doing the softball and the volleyball, and we just mentioned the question about the Super Bowl, and she came out and she ha- she was showing the uh, Vinny Testaverde jersey. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said he's in. We got we need a she we need a, <laughs> a Bucks fan, and that was it. She set it up so awesome. Thank you for coming. Nice. 
Kurt, I'm going to go off script like you always go off script on Tuesday with Jen. I'm going to go off script right now. Okay. I'm going to ask your first question, Mike. How did you become a Bucks fan? Were you always were you always uh, did you live in Florida? You always been in New Jersey? How did you become a Bucks fan? And how long have you been a Bucks fan? So when I was a kid, my uh, my dad's family lives in Clearwater. He originally grew up in New York, but then they moved down to Florida in the '60s. So as a kid, I would always go down to Florida for about three weeks in July, and you know, my cousins, my aunts, my uncles, everybody was a Buccaneer fan. So always going down there. And as I got older, started to learn a game of football and things like that. That's why I became a Bucks fan. So that was probably like 1986, 87 is when I really started following Tampa Bay when I was about 10 years old. Nice. Nice. Lisa wasn't when they were 0 and 16. <laughs> I tell you what though, there were still some really bad years. Yeah. yeah no, that's for, why I said. for a long time. We have, uh, you know, it's funny, Kurt. We got we got a Bucks fan now. We can always bring on, and we got our friend Carson, who's a Lions fan. Like teams that that you know, smaller market teams. So we got fans all over. It's oh great. yeah, awesome. It's great. So, uh, want to get into a little interview segment with, with Mike? Yeah, Kurt? let's get. Yeah, let's bring. I got up. a question for you, Mike. Before the season started, the Bucks went out. They released Winston. They got they they went and signed Tom Brady, the goat, arguably the goat. What were your thoughts when they signed them? Were you happy? Were you like, I don't want them? Like, what were your I, thoughts? What was the thought process from a Bucks fan when you got Tom Brady? I, I was very excited. And listen, Winston is talented, right? But his track record just showed he was just inconsistent. And he would have, you know, moments of greatness, but he would also have some, some real eye-raising decision-making. So... I didn't think they'd be able to get over the hump with him, but then once they signed Brady and knowing what he brings, both off the field from a professional standpoint, being able to mentor guys and just, just having guys watch what he does. I knew that that would be a benefit to Tampa. And then on the field, Tampa Bay, like I said, went from 41 turnovers Winston's last year to 17 turnovers this year. So when you look at that, the name of the game is winning the turnover battle. And when you go from 41 turnovers to 17 turnovers, your record flips and now you have 11 wins. So I, I was very excited because I knew Brady would bring that. you bring that stability. I'm going to ask one more question. This is going now. That, By the that way, Mike, Bobby, Bobby, our guy, Bobby Blackjack, saying great hat. So he loves the Bucks hat. <laughs> Love it. Thank you. Me too. Appreciate I, I got one more question as follows what you just said, the 41 turnovers yeah. to 17. Did you think when the playoffs started that the Bucks would pull off the three road wins? And were you like, I guess what I'm asking is, are you surprised you're in the Super Bowl? And did you, were you surprised that you went to Washington? Okay, Washington. But then you went and beat New Orleans, who you didn't beat at all this year. And then you went into Lambeau Field, unexpectedly beat them. Were you really shocked? Were you a little shocked? Or are you like, ah, I, wasn't, I was expecting it all along? I I was confident. I mean, obviously winning three in a row on a road is hard to do. I'm not sure how many times it's been done. I mean, less than a handful. Um, but again, you know, going to Washington, yes, they were the division, the AFC, uh, the NFC East winner, but they, they were okay at best. All right. They were struggling at the quarterback position. Alex Smith was hurt. Uh, yes. Their defensive line was very formidable, but 
I wasn't really worried about that game. Um, New Orleans, I was very worried because the first two matchups were blowouts, let's be honest. But I knew the, the one difference between those two games, the turnover ratio, as I talked about earlier, was 10 turnovers for the Bucks to only two for the Saints. So I knew that if they can just somehow even that battle or maybe win it, that the game would be different. And then you bring in Drew Brees, who's coming off injury, uh, Michael Thomas, who's coming off injury, and they just weren't the same team. So Tampa Bay was able to take advantage of that. And I was actually very confident, believe it or not, when they went to Green Bay. Number one, there really wasn't a crowd due to the COVID, right? Great so I wasn't point. worried about home field advantage. And when they had played them earlier in the year, I mean, it was a beatdown. Tampa Bay, I think, beat them like 38-10 or something, something ridiculous. Aaron Rodgers was on his back most of the game. And I knew that they would be able to get pressure on him like that again. Adams did worry me as a receiver. Um, but ultimately, he got sacked, I think, five or six times. And you could tell he was just a little bit – his timing was off. He was a little bit rattled. And Brady played great in the first half. He didn't play great in the second half. But the defense did enough to propel him to the win. So I had some confidence there, to be honest. Kurt, you want to – Kurt, sis, you want to ask a question? Okay, it's just... Nice hat, Coach. Two-part question. Yeah. Who's who's more of an intensive coach, you or your wife? Oh. <laughs> well, it depends on the sport that I'm coaching. So okay. <laughs> I would say if I'm coaching football or if I'm coaching baseball, she is. But when I'm coaching basketball, I would say I am. Okay. Where, where do you where do you where do you coach? Where do you coach at? What school? I'm at West Essex. Atta boy. Um, if you could bring back any Kansas City former player. Tampa Bay. Tampa, Tampa, Bay, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. My bad. My bad. I would, I would bring back Christian Okoye, by the way. There you go. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Kansas City, Tampa Bay. You're getting a little mixed up here tonight. Yep. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so who would I bring back if it was a buck? To play in the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, to play in the Super Bowl. Well, listen, Vinny, Vinny Testaverde is my all-time favorite, right? Okay. But his career with Tampa Bay, it wasn't the greatest. However, he did in the second half of his career. If you look at his numbers, he wound up to have a really nice career and had a, a positive touchdown and interception ratio and all that. So I would bring back Vinny Testaverde, but not – the Vinny Testaverde that was in his 20s with Tampa Bay. I bring back the Vinny Testaverde from the Ravens and the Jets years. That's you. Okay. Now, well, I was going to bring back, we, we didn't have as much fun with this because the Chiefs was easier. They all picked Derek Thomas, and that was our pick. Ah, My pick uh, was John Lynch. Ooh. You put him in the secondary in the Super Bowl with the front seven. Oh, yeah. Lights scary. out. Scary. Lights out. Yes. This had a good one. Who was your guy, sis? Number 40, Mike Olsen. That kid is a beast. Oh, yeah. I saw him on a TV interview on the herd the other day. He's about 170 pounds now. But I think when he played, yeah, he he was like 230. I love that. Yeah. He was was hard. He was was a sick back. Yeah. He was old school, man. I tell you what. You could go, I mean, you can make the argument. He's probably the most talented fullback to ever play the game in terms of everything that he could do. I agree. Yeah. Uh, a couple yeah, comments. Couple that. comments. Uh, Joe Breslin saying, "Bring back Trent Dilfer." 
Oof. And Bobby Blackjack is saying, uh, J- J- Sis is not going to like this. The Bucks hat is better than the Bama hat. Uh oh. Uh oh. So good, I know you got some questions for Mike. All right, I got a question, Mike. I said the same. Yeah. I asked the, the chief the same question again. It's it's somebody would say it's crazy to ask, but it's not. Right now, you you could sign up for one of these. You could either be up one, up one with about a minute ten left, but your defense has to stop Mahomes, or you can be down one with a minute left. And you have Brady to get you in field goal range to win the Super Bowl. What are you taking and what are you signing up for right now? Oh, without a doubt, I'm going Brady. Down one. Getting me into field goal range. Down the one. thing that makes me nervous, though, is that the kicker now has to come on. So, you know, I'm a little shaky there. But as far as either going with Brady or having to stop Mahomes, going with Brady. Okay. I don't, I don't know if you can stop Mahomes in that situation. It's crazy, though, right? Like, I was telling the Chief guys, like, how many people would say, oh, I want the lead with a minute? But you might not want the lead in this game. You might want your guy with the ball last to score last to win the Super Bowl. And I, I got news for you guys. I didn't say this to the Chiefs guys, but I feel one of you guys are going to be biting your nails because one of you guys are going to be on defense. It's going to come down to oh, that Oh, yeah, scenario. it's going to come down Kurt, to it. Kurt just did it. Like, Kurt just, you know, predicted the future. You know, it's going to come yeah. down to that last drive. Absolutely. I think it's going to be a great game. I'm very, I'm very excited. Both teams match up pretty well. Now, let injuries me you, are, oh, I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say injuries are a big factor. I mean, you have Whitehead and you have Winfield, Tampa Bay's two safeties. We don't know how healthy they are, if they're going to play. I mean, that's, that's a big deal, especially what Tampa Bay should be doing schematic wise. I mean, you, you got to take what they did the first time and throw that out the window right? and get rid of all that cover three and that one high look they were given. They got to go to a two shell. They got to play two man. Mahomes struggles against that coverage. I mean, I mean, when I say struggles, I mean, he's least effective against that coverage. He still gets his numbers, but yep. you got to be able to have two guys over the top playing press man underneath, forcing him to have to make money throws. Yep. The first time they played, it was, I mean, come on. That was a joke. Yep. Now let me ask you this though, Mike, because in the the point, there's rumors today with the weather. See, I think the if it does rain, I think that benefits you a little bit because I don't know if the Chiefs. I see. I think Tampa Bay can, and I always say on the show, will win Super Bowls, right, sis? Running the ball and playing defense, and you know what? I think you guys are better at that. You know, so. Listen, that weather, I don't know if Kansas City is going to really want to say, hey, I'm going to go two tight ends and try to run it down your throat. But I think you guys are going to do that. I think you you could play that style. We have the personnel. Yeah, you know? sure. So, I, 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 you know, that's that's a factor. I mean, that's a factor for you. Hey, a nice little rain. That, I think that helps Tampa Bay. The big, I, I factor, the big factor for the Bucks are those four linebackers. Those kids are beasts. Oh yeah, they are, and they're going to make a they're going to make a huge difference in this game. Well, that's one of the things. I mean, Tampa Bay is a base three four, right? So then you got you got yep. Barrett and you got JPP going against the second and third string tackles now for yep. Kansas City. Fisher's Kansas out. City. And yep. So hopefully, I mean, each of them had a sack in the first game. Hopefully, they can get pressure, and then you got. Um, uh, Levante David and, and Devin White, who Devin White, he, yep. He might be the best athlete on the field. Yep. So you got those two guys. And you know, I think occasionally it depends on how Mahomes toe is. But if Tampa Bay, especially in third down situations, can somehow use White to spy Mahomes, 
I think that would be a big deal because obviously you want to try and double Tyreek Hill as much as you can. And, and, and playing that two shell will allow that. And every now and then you got to double Kelsey too. You got to pick your poison there. But I think on third downs, when you really want to get the offense off the field, if they can use white to spy Mahomes so he doesn't get those cheap runs for those first downs, I think that's going to be a big deal. Because the first time they played, Kansas City was six of 12 with their third down conversions, whereas Tampa Bay was only three of nine. So that's a big deal. And, and, and what happened with that as throughout the course of the game, Tampa Bay, I think as an offense, only ran about 54 plays, whereas the Chiefs ran 73 plays. So that's about a quarter's worth of football on offense for the Chiefs versus Tampa Bay's defense. So they, they were sucking win at the end. They need to sort of flip that. Yep. I think you're going to see Levante David on uh, Kelsey. And I think you're going to see this kid, Kevin White, like you just said, he's going to spy Mahomes and he's going to cover these backs coming out of the backfield. Again, that's yeah, he runs a 4-3. Yeah. He, he, he's an insane athlete. Yeah, he's, he's a stud. former he's running a back. Stud. LSU drafted him as a running back. Yep. I don't know if you guys yep. know that. He's a stud. Yep. Recruited him. Yeah, let me piggyback a little bit off of the, the X Factor type of question that says, huh. and then I'll let you go, Kurt, finish, finish okay. off what you want to say. Uh, I asked the Chiefs guys this, and I'll ask you, uh, Mike, who has a chance to be a huge sleeper, under-the-radar guy in the Super Bowl? It could be offense or defense, or you can pick an offense and a defensive guy. You can give us two. All right. I'll go with, I'll go with a group of, of offensive players in the Buccaneers' offensive line. If they can open up holes to allow Tampa Bay to run the football, that allows Tampa Bay and Tom Brady to play action much more effectively. And if you look at what Tampa Bay has done in the second half of the season, they have gone to play action 33% of the time. Whereas in the first half of the season before the bye, they were only doing play action 17% of the time. So obviously Tom Brady is a play action type of quarterback and will have success there. So therefore if the O-line can open up some holes for Fournette and Jones, it makes play action that much more effective on the defensive side of the ball. I would say Jamel Dean who did not play in the first game. He is the cornerback from, from Auburn who runs a four, three. Okay. And listen, I'm not saying he's faster than Tyreek Hill, but he can stay with Tyreek Hill somewhat. And they didn't have anybody that first game. They didn't have anybody that first game who can stay with Tyreek Hill who went off for 200 plus in the first quarter. So now if you add Jamel Dean into the mix, in addition to playing that two shell, and listen, I'm not saying they're going to play that two shell. That's what I would do. That now slows down Tyree Kill because you have a guy who can run with him underneath and you have safety help over the top. Well, Mike, Kansas- Mike, you got to watch. When you get off, you got to watch because we're going to have our guy, Coach Breslin, in. And uh, he's our guy. And he is actually going to put up on – he has a little whiteboard and he's going to go over his little strategy of how to – and it's. I have a feeling it's going to be something with the two deep safety. So you got to check it out because he's coming up right. in a couple of minutes yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to demonstrate it. So. so those are my two X factors, the offensive line and Jamel Dean. Awesome. All right, Kenny, you know what? Let's get, let's get to the main part. Let's get to the, the, the big question for him. Give us your prediction. Oof. I think it's going to be somewhat of a high-scoring game. Tampa Bay has averaged about 35 points a game since the bye, and Kansas City has been on fire for most of the year. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm picking Tampa Bay 35-31. And your MVP? Tom Brady. Okay. Without a doubt. Love it. There you go. Mike. Can't thank you enough for joining us tonight. Wish you the best. Thank you. Mike, anytime you want to come on, you come on. 
When hey. Kurt says when Kurt says good luck, he may, oh yeah, there that is. was going to be my question. I almost forgot the most the second most important there question: the jersey you were going to wear on Sunday. V- Vinny T, man, Vinny Testaverde. Creamsicle. <laughs> and then that's, that answered my question. I was going to ask you the creamsicle jerseys. Do you bring them back or do you keep them in the shack? I'll tell you what. You know what would be awesome, and this will never happen, right? But here's here's what would be awesome. Tampa Bay comes out. They warm up in their traditional uniforms that they're supposed to wear. They go in before pregame. They get changed into the creamsicles, and they rush the field during announcements as a team wearing their creamsicle jerseys with their white pants and, and the white helmets. That would be insane. That would be. It would be awesome, but I, I know it's not going to happen. So, so Again, I was, I was going to say, I wish you best of luck from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, thank you. Kurt, I know when he says good luck, he ain't going to mean it because he don't like Tom Brady. So yeah. he ain't going to mean it. I'm a diehard Bronco fan, man. I have I have Brady on my wall. I mean, not in a good way for <laughs> Tom Brady, but he is on my wall. But... Hey, listen, Tom Brady and I, we were born the same year. I got six months on him. There you go. So, there you go. So I, I just look at that, and I'm, I'm amazed. Amazed at what he's doing. I'm going to be honest. Good you luck, know, coach. You know thing... oh, I'm sorry, sis. No, just wanted to wish him good luck because – I'm starting to swing Tampa Bay's way. <laughs> That's the man right there. I'm going to say this, Mike. Way. You know what? I'm going to be honest. I hated Brady when he was in the AFC. I'm going to be honest. Now in the NFC, it's like, who cares? It's that NFC. Like, with the Patriots, <laughs> I hated them now. But, hey. I think, a lot, I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah, it's like, he's that Mike, NFC, I got to give you a you quick 30-second story before you go because you're a Bucs fan and Brady's yeah. on your team now. My friend, years ago, we used to go to Belmar summer houses, and my friend's sister went to the University of Michigan. She was cheerleader, pretty girl. She didn't know how to get down to Belmar. This is before GPS and all that stuff. So I told her I would ride down with her. I said, how's things going in Michigan? She goes, ah, it's been better. I broke up with my boyfriend. Long story short, she was dating Tom Brady and broke up with him because he had too much. He didn't have no time for her, and it was all football. (laughs) What? Oh man, God's honest story. God's honest story. Oh, hope she's awful. not listening to the show, Kenny. You'll be getting. Oh, a phone call later. Just, <laughs> I don't think she's listening. That's a good story. I like that. Yeah. yeah, Mike. Was, anytime you want to come on talk sports, please feel free. Hey, hopefully, they, a victory party next oh, week. Oh yeah, if they win next oh. week, it's you and whatever Tampa Bay fans you could bring on. It's your yeah, exactly. show, man. <laughs> it's All right, cool. It'll be a venting session or hopefully a victory party. Yeah. All right. It's a, it's a deal. All it's right. a deal. Thank Definitely. You, Appreciate it, Mike. Thank All right. Thank you. you. Good luck. Good, good luck, job. coach. Thank you. Know. you. Have a good You're night. Welcome. Good job, So I got to bring in Mr. Neely for another segment real quick. Okay. Running a little behind. I got Paul and Coach Breslin. Who's, who's next on the list? Um, we'll take Paul quick. I'll, I'll just tell Coach Breslin if we can give us a couple smoky of minutes. Beard. We're running a little late. Hopefully nothing burned over there. No, nothing burned. <laughs> All right, so, by the, the way. Magic of TV could stop the oven. If guys, by the way, Neely, one yes. of your pretzel bites. Where's the dipping sauce? No dipping sauce. I'm going to make it right now, Caddy. That's a great segment. Awesome. Again, Smoky Beard joining us. So Thanks, we got, uh, we've got mayo. We've got some Dijon. We've got spicy brown mustard. Sorry, Kurt. That's okay. Apple cider vinegar. And in about 10 seconds, we're going to have honey mustard. 
as a dipping sauce for the pretzel bites, which are done. So I'm going to take the camera from my cousin, who's going to taste one. Big Mike, get in here and taste one. Let us know what you think. Hey, Mike, thanks for being Mike? the cameraman tonight. Appreciate it. Big Mike, he's a uh, cowboy fan. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> he can go back on the camera. We don't want any cowboy fans on the show tonight. No, I'm just messing with no, you, no, Mike. We're busting. We're busting. I'm just messing with you, Mike. You can stay <laughs> on as long as you need. All right. Now, Mike, I'm going to make the... Uh, I'm gonna make the barbecue sauce just as quick. So the barbecue sauce, as I pass you back the mic, is uh, also very simple, it's a base. So it's just ketchup, brown mustard, apple cider vinegar, brown sugar, dry garlic, and I put in clucker dust. Now, what's really cool about this recipe is it's so simple that if you like whiskey, you can add some whiskey. If you like hot sauce, you can add some hot sauce or some cayenne, you could add molasses. You could add orange juice, whatever mood you're in, horseradish. It's so versatile. So I had it on the pot on low heat for about 10 minutes. Mind my dirty sink, which I'll get in trouble for later. And there's the sauce, right? It's a little chunky, though. So we don't want chunky. We're going to take the immersion blender. And it's going to get nice and silky. In just a few seconds, boom, that's done. And we are going to let Mike sample a wing now. By the way, Rob, I got to cut you off because Glenn Della Pesca is saying, I want to know why I didn't get any taste testers. I'm a proud Smoky Beard supporter. <laughs> he is. He was. He's an OG supporter. Wow. And, and Glenn's a professional cook out in Vegas. My man... He knows his way around the kitchen. Well, Let's get a zoom in on this. I think I you're going to be sending stuff to Glenn and Sis. Is, is Bobby still listening? Is Bobby still listening. There's, we got to get this into a show, Bob. I'll, yeah. I'll host it. Guys, guys look at how crispy that is. We get some cooks on. We do some taste testing, and we do. Um, that looks good, Neely. That looks nothing good. is fried. Beats, man. That's it. A little sports cooking show. Talking Let's do it. Cooking. How can you beat that? I'm going to get started on the chocolate cover pretzels just because we're behind, but you can jump to whoever you want, guys. All right. All right. We'll get, we'll get back to you and we'll stick with you around nine, about 20 minutes from now. We'll stick with you. We'll, we'll, we'll go over the chocolate cover pretzels for dessert. And we'll also get your predictions on the game and do yes, a little. Sir. little That's good, gentlemen. And I'll enter a food coma. See you in a few, Rob. All right. All right. Thank you, Mr. Neely. We're going to bring in Paul Kenny real quick before we get Coach Breslin. Yeah, we'll do Paul. A little rapid fire with Paul Mulvaney, our uh, big Yankee fan, big uh, Knicks fan, big Giants fan. There he is. A big contributor to the show. He's gotten us guests in the past, Mr. Stephen Baker and other people. And for those who don't know, Kurt Valenti's brother-in-law and Jenny Hoops' brother. There it is. Oh, thanks for joining. Hey, guys. How you doing? I'm kind of we're running a little late, but what else is new? What's up, Cassie? There's Cassie making her debut on the K&K &K, &K Sports Show. Hi, Cassie. Thanks for joining. Go. Kenny and, and Sis, uh, we're both at the wedding. So, What's up, guys? Hey. Sis, I always wanted to ask you, the... I know that's a crimson hat, but the A is so similar to Atlanta Braves. Do people get confused? All the time? <laughs> I got confused. 
I, 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 I go to get Arkansas. When I get confused, this is what they say. Hold on. There it is. I can't see it. There it is, oh, Alabama. Now you can see it. Yeah. Now there's no confusion. <laughs> By the way, Cassie, you're getting the first hello. Jen is saying hello to you, Cassie, on air. Hi. <laughs> this, is, this is Cassandra's uh, TV debut. Yeah, it's her right? debut. There you go. <laughs> That's it. So what are we doing with, with Cassie and Paul? A little uh, yeah, rapid let's, fire? Let's little, yeah, they're a little rapid fire for Super Bowl. All right. So, Paul, for those who don't know, and I'll ask you first and Cassie, your favorite football team? Um, Giants. Yep. And Cassie? Giants. Giants. Awesome. And how about it, Kurt? Um, Mike, Paul, and I'll ask Paul then Cassie, what's your favorite Super Bowl moment, if you can only pick one? Um... Okay, I can narrow it down to two, but if it had to be one, it's the David Tyree and the one-handed catch against his helmet. Okay, what about you? Number two would have been the Norwood miss. Super Bowl uh, twenty-five. What about you, Cass? Your favorite Super Bowl moment ever? I don't know. I mean, you watched a couple Super Bowls with your dad. It's got to be one of those, right? You watched him win the Giants, win How about a Super favorite Bowl? Super Bowl? How about favorite Super Bowl? It doesn't have to be oh, a yeah, moment. Yeah, favorite Super Bowl. Well, you know what? I'm going to ask Cassie a different question. Favorite Super Bowl commercial ever? Give me one that you liked. You're giving her hard questions I mean, that I can't even answer. <laughs> All right, how about favorite food, Cass, for a Super Bowl party? Um, probably mini hot dogs. What was it? I'm sorry? Mini hot dogs. Mini hot dogs. And we got, we, we got, we're, we're, we got some mini hot dogs in the house. Rob, Robbie, uh, Kurt's got a whole tray of them at the house. <laughs> Go ahead, and sis. he's not eating, by the way. No, Jen will be back. Jen will be back with that. What do you got, uh, sis? Anything for these guys? Yeah, I'm going to ask her, Dad, Mr. Mulhey, the X factor in Sunday's game is who? Well, Either you team. Know what? I would, I would think it's um, – I would, I would say the Kansas City defense. And the, re- the reason I, would, I answer it like that is because the Giants beat the Patriots twice in the Super Bowl by putting pressure on Tom Brady. And if you really want to take him out of his element – I think that's what you need to do. I mean, it might be a shootout, I know, but you know, Brady's got such a such experience in these games, and I, and I like Patrick Mahomes a lot. But I, I um, and I and I can't stand Tom Brady. I'm going to be very open about that. But uh, I have this kind of sick feeling inside that he's going to find a way to take this. I and I only hope I'm wrong. I'll ask I'll ask Cassie a question because she's a Giants fan. Who's her favorite New York Giant of all time? I didn't hear. Am I on mute? Eli Manning. Eli Manning. Eli Manning. And you know what? Eli Manning. I love it. And Jen, her aunt, Kenny, her aunt Jen just posted it that you have a picture with Eli Manning. So you met Eli Manning. That's awesome. We had a we, we went to a paid autograph signing and Eli doesn't do a lot of public signings and stuff. Um, he does private ones where you can send things in. So this was like a real 
big deal and it was in Jersey. So we took the ride down to uh, Somerset, I think it was. And Eli is very, he's kind of, you know, kind of shy in person too, but he didn't want to do pictures. It was very obvious, like nobody was going behind the table for, and it slows down the line sometimes, but uh, he was not planning for pictures. So she was real little, maybe like in first or second grade. And I tried to nudge her, like, see if you can kind of wiggle your way to the table and get behind it. And the security people stopped her. And I said to Eli, Eli, I said, Eli, could she just get a quick picture? And he said, okay. And she was the only person that got her picture that day. Awesome. Nice. That's awesome. nice. Paul, who's your MVP of the game, either team? Um, well, like if I, being that I have that feeling that the Tampa is going to take it, I'm pretty going to go with my favorite person in the world, Tom Brady. Uh, God, God okay. I hope I'm wrong. I just – it's just one of those things where I just – You sense I don't know. it, right? I, you feel it. I just, when he gets there, you know, and I know if you're going to ask me a score, but I, I think it's going to be a real close game. But close games that go down to the wire, this guy always finds a way to keep his team in it. And even if there's like 30 seconds left and he gets yep. the last possession, yep. like he's going he's gonna to drive it. He's going to put him in field goal range. He's going to get that, yep. that winning. And he always seems to find a way. Yep. It makes me he sick just talking does. about it. Yep. Cassie, yep. who are you going to root for, Tampa Bay or Kansas City? Uh, I think Kansas City. <laughs> Anything else for them, Kenny? Uh, just just prediction on the game. You hit that, right? Uh, you guys going to wear jerseys on Sunday? <laughs> I don't know. I, um, I've worn giant jerseys on the Super Bowl. I don't know why. It may be kind of silly, but it's just more for a football spirit than anything else. I mean, the, the Giants have a little bit of luck against Tom Brady. So, I mean, I could do that, you know. I have about seven Giants jerseys and one Bo Jackson jersey, so I don't know which one <laughs> if I'll wear any. I got one last one for Cassie, Kenny, and sis, you're going to like this one. If Aunt Jen wears a jersey on Sunday, and I don't know if she is, but if she does, will she either wear a Giant jersey or will she wear a Broncos jersey? <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> I don't think she's going to wear Broncos. Cassie's going Broncos. Aunt Jen should get fined every time she wears a Broncos jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt doesn't realize <laughs> this is Jen to wear. It's just like if Kurt was to wear a Giants jersey, we'd be on 16. He's forced yeah. Jen to wear the Broncos jersey. It's jinxing the Broncos. I never push her to wear any kind of jersey because I would never want to be pushed to wear any kind of jersey. So. State the record. There we go. Well, Paul, Cassie, thanks for joining us tonight for a quick rapid fire. Hey, quick, quick question for you guys. Well, I want to ask maybe Kenny and Sis, who's their Giant fans, would you try and make a trade for Deshaun Watson right now if you could? No. Definitely because not. I think, because I think we're re we can rebuild the right way. So I think, no, I still give Daniel Jones another year with this coaching staff and a healthy Saquon Barkley, assuming we get him a weapon in the draft or free agency, I give Daniel Jones one more year. Sis, about what about it, you, sis? sis? Yeah, I, I, I want to stick with the kid. I don't think he's a top 10 quarterback, 
or he'll ever will be, but I think he has enough moxie where he can do the things we need to do. He he reminds me a lot like Eli. He's not fast. He runs better than Eli, you know, but uh, I would stay with him. Watson is a tremendous player, and I really believe in my heart that uh, he's going to wind up in uh, with the Jets organization. And, that's and just, just that's the last funny. thing I'll touch on, it, Paul, I don't want a guy who wants to be traded. Trade me or I'm not playing. I'm going to sit out the year. If he's not happy with us in the Giants, is he going to pull the same thing in two years? You know, trade me or or I'm sitting. I'm not going to play. I don't want that on my team. I'd rather build the way we're building. We got our coach, I believe. Let's see what Garrett can do with a, a healthy Saquon Barkley and a, a weapon for Daniel Jones, either in the draft or free agency. That's a fair point. It's hard for me. I'm not a big Daniel Jones believer. I want to believe in him. And the, the Deshaun's talent is so immense. It's so – if I didn't have to give up Barkley, you know, yeah. but, you know, you're going to have to give up, up a lot. And you're going to have to give up multiple first-round picks, and that's just going to stop the rebuild. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. All right. Well, thanks again, guys, for joining us this evening. Enjoy the Super Bowl Sunday. If you guys want to come on next, next Wednesday for a little uh, – Venting or celebration. I don't know what we'll be celebrating, but <laughs> if you guys want to come on and, you know, touch your points on the game, more than welcome. Always. Uh, you guys always welcome. If, well, if we'll always get down for uh, Yankees and Knicks in the upcoming months. Yeah. If uh, Mr. Sickinger wants to lend me one of his Kansas City jerseys, I'll, I'll gladly wear it. On <laughs> rock, one, rock one on Sunday. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Cass. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank uh, you, Paul. See you. see you later. All right, Mr. Kirkpatrick, we are going to bring in Coach Breslin at this time, correct? Coach Breslin, and then we're going to finish up with um, Marty Jones Marty. will be next after after Coach Breslin. And we got Mr. Neely one more time, but let's bring Coach in. There Coach it is. Coach Breslin is going to be doing. While we wait for him to come on. Okay. Uh, Coach Breslin's going to actually, you know what? Let Coach Breslin do his talking. I think Coach Breslin's on mute. Okay. <laughs> A little technical. A little, not live TV at its best. It's okay. It's okay. There you go. There we go. There's Coach. Coach Breslin. By the way, Coach, wearing the sweatshirt again, DKMK apparel. Coach Breslin, big thanks to him for his company doing this sweatshirt for me and getting us uh, rolling on some merchandise in the future. Thanks for joining us, Coach. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you very much for the plug for uh, DMK Apparel. Uh, we do uh, all kinds of uniforms and sweatshirts, T-shirts, and all kinds of stuff. Uh, so, uh, you know, thanks for the opportunity and look forward to continuing working with you guys on that. Awesome. By the way, Coach, 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 I'm sorry we're a little late, but I blame all time times on Kenny tonight. So I always put all the blame for the time on Kenny. Hey, no worries. You know what? <laughs> the opportunity to talk football is always a good thing, so uh, I'm, I'm good. All right. The floor is yours, Mr. Coach Breslin. Awesome. Thank you very much, Kurt. And what was interesting, uh, you know, listening to Mike before and, and bringing up some of the stuff that he was talking about, uh, I'm going to agree with him 100%, okay? One of the, the keys to the game, I think, for Tampa Bay in order to stop the Kansas City Chiefs and their high-powered offense is without a doubt uh, looking to uh, be in a two-shell. Uh, I think that's really important, uh, especially when you look at the past, the last game, 
the last game when they had Tyreek Hill and Kelsey on the same side, they really hurt Tampa Bay in that situation. And as a defensive guy, the one thing that I want to make sure that I do is I want to make sure that I stop the guys who are going to hurt me the most. And who are those two guys on the Kansas City Chiefs? I think they are Tariq Hill and they are Travis Kelsey. So what I drew up here is a two shell, cover two shell, all right? And as you can see, Tyreek Hill is on the left-hand side here as a split end, and Travis Kelsey is the slot receiver. And one of the defenses that I know Todd Bowles use and likes a lot, the Tampa 2, and they like to play two-man. And I think two-man is going to be one of their defenses that is going to be obviously needed in order to stop them. The one thing that I'd like to talk about, though, is even in two-man, when you put Kelsey and Tyreek Hill on one side of the field, it makes it a lot more difficult to double-team those guys when they're on the same side of the field. So one of the thoughts that I had as a possibility for Todd Bowles was when they are definitely on the same side, they could potentially rotate their safeties over a little bit because what Mike was talking about, and I know Jim Sickinger was talking about before, was the possibility of something like that, okay? And getting that guy out in space on a post route, whether it's Kelsey or whether it's Tyree Kemp, okay? So by having the safeties moving over the top, it allows me to double cover number 10 and the possibility to also double cover Kelsey on any post routes or if they're flipped, vice versa, okay? What I'm going to do is I'm going to say, you two guys over here, if it's Watkins, if he's hurt, and they're other receiver, beat me, okay? So those are the kind of things that I'm talking about in regards to uh, trying to stop the Kansas City offense. Obviously, as I flip over and I move Kelsey to this side, I have the ability to double him here, and I can double team Tyreek Hill to that side. I definitely do not want to, okay, bring a guy down in the box and play cover one because now it's going to make it a lot more difficult for me to double team and double cover anybody. So yep. those are some of the keys and some of the things that I think that the Tampa Bay team will need in order to stop both Kelsey and Tyree Kill. Force. They ran the ball the last game. They ran the ball 11 times. Well, I'm going to make this guy run the ball a lot more and force them to do other things or potentially look to the other side and take him and him out of the game on defense. So those are some of the keys that I've been thinking about and watching some of the film and looking at when I noticed the success that the Chiefs had when they put Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey on the same side of the ball. Coach, I got – I'm sorry, Kenny, real quick. Coach, I got one question for you. Kansas City does a lot of the eye candy with the movements and the motions and Tyreek Hill. How would you – like you're saying, this is your – this is what you want to do, but – what would what would your opinion like? What would your advice be to to the defense of if they start putting you know Hill in the backfield or they do that orbit motion and bring them around? What what would your uh, what would your what would your advice be for the defense for Tampa Bay for that? Well, again, in two men, no matter what, right? 
each guy. So right now in two man, he's got him, he's got him. All right. One of the linebackers has the back. So if just say they flipped and they put Kelsey over here and they put Tyreek Hill here, that's where you could motion him. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, if I got him and he's going to motion, well, I'm going to motion with him. Right. So I know if I'm going to double Kelsey, I'm going to double Kelsey over the top here and I'm going to bring this safety over the top. So now if he goes across, I'm running with him and then my safety's coming over the top with him because now those are the two guys that I'm looking to double. Right. So I still have a safety over the top to double Kelsey. I still have a safety over the top. When he goes in motion, I'm running with him and I'm going to double him wherever he goes. Obviously, if he runs an out route, I'm not going to double the out route, right? But I'm looking for an out and up, uh, anything vertical. I'm going to look to try to take those big plays away and force them to throw things underneath and tackle. That would be something that, uh, based on your question, Kurt, those are some of the things I would do, and that's what's nice about two men. Now, the, the thing that Kansas City could potentially do is if they're going to run some zone reads, the difficulty on the defensive side will be – uh, are they going to put Mahomes at risk writing some zone reads? That will be the difficulty. But again, I would rather take that and try to stop the big play and make them move down the field, move down the field, and then see if I can stop them in the red zone. I, I was just going to ask, Coach, could you see – I know arguably Tampa Bay's got, in my opinion, a top three front seven. But their secondary's banged up with Winfield hurt and uh, the other guy hurt. Can't think of his name off the top of my head. But they're banged up in the secondary. Could you see them, even though with a banged up secondary, could you see them playing a little more nickel as opposed to, you know, going with the 3-4? Well, we talked about before. I know Sis talked about it before, and I know Mike talked about it in regards to their linebackers, right? So their linebackers are pretty good players. But if they're going to try to cover slot receivers, they could definitely add some corners in there to cover some of the slot receivers. They may, If they're going to put Kelsey, they may want a bigger guy, a safety, to come down on him. But some of their slot receivers, they could potentially add another, another guy in and uh, be able to cover that way. Absolutely. So they could rotate some, some other defensive backs in uh, if they have them. That will help in covering – uh, Tyree Kill or uh, Travis Kelsey, absolutely. My my thought process was, I believe it's going to be a high-scoring game. My thought process was Eric Fisher's banged up. You got that front seven. Get the pressure on on Mahomes. You know, maybe you can play a little nickel. Maybe the maybe the maybe the front four, front seven can get to Mahomes enough and get enough pressure on him that uh, we we can stay out of. Uh, nickel as much as possible and, and i agree with you Kenny. i think it's going to be this guy is now an x factor right because this is a guy who jumbo fisher has an achilles he's out uh -huh. this guy has to block jason pierre paul jason pierre paul's an old pro okay so if, if they have to block him one-on-one -on -one with a backup tackle that's going to be very very difficult to do if they bring three plus another guy because remember this guy has him all right, they could do some different games and bring one extra linebacker to put four on uh, pressure on the quarterback. The only yep. problem, if you don't tackle Mahomes in two men, he's going to run for a while. So yep. you really have to be careful if you're going to pressure him 
with two men, you have to make sure you can keep him in the pocket or, you know, be able to tackle him. That's going to be the yep. difficult one. Yep. 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 Says yep. anything for coach? No, he's the master. He is. I like it. Yeah. Why, don't do a little quick, why don't we do a quick little rapid fire with, with Coach? Sure, let's get – absolutely. Uh, coach, I've been asking this question to everybody. Everybody knows, but for those first-time listeners out there tonight, who is your favorite football team? My favorite football team is the Washington football team. Uh, since sixth grade, when I, grew, uh, when I was growing up, actually, uh, I actually grew up five minutes from Giant Stadium. But one of my good friends said to me, uh, you know, I'm a Redskin fan at the time. So I says, okay, I'll be a Redskin fan too. And uh, I've, been, uh, <laughs> I've been a fan since, since then. Obviously, growing up next to Giant Stadium, uh, that was just that was actually just being built when uh, I started liking the Redskins. Nice. Kurt, I know you got a good one for Coach. I'm curious about this answer. Yeah, I'm going to ask you a question, but you got to promise not to answer Super Bowl twenty two and Timmy Smith having four hundred uh, 889 yards rushing, okay? I'm exaggerating a little, but what's your favorite Super Bowl moment? Uh, I think, uh, again, for me, you, you know, uh, just the, the first Redskins Super Bowl for me, winning, you know, winning the first Redskins Super Bowl. But even before they got there, Kurt, too, the opportunity, I actually went to the NFC Championship game when they played Detroit in RFK Stadium, and the place was shaking. It was unbelievable. That was Barry great. Sanders, right? Was that the Barry Sanders team? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, it was just amazing. The place was it was rocking. The place was unbelievable. Uh, but, yeah, having the opportunity. You know, we I play football, right, every Super Bowl Sunday uh, for the past 30-something years. We, you know, all my high school buddies, we go down to uh, Riggins Field, and we play, uh, you know, flag football. So trust me, when they won the Super Bowl that year, I got a lot of abuse when uh, the Redskins won. That's for sure. But yeah, absolutely. Okay, Kurt, I know, uh, sis, I know you got one, but coach, it's probably going to be we, you know, we you answered this in your this, how to stop uh, the Chiefs' offense, but we'll let sis ask the question anyway. Go ahead, sis. What What do you want me to ask him? We're doing rapid fire. What was your first rapid fire question? The X factor in Sunday's game. Either uh, team, coach. Uh, either gonna, team. For the other team, I'm going to go back to what we talked about before, and I know Bobby uh, Blackjack did as well. I think the ability, and I talked about this the last time, the ability for the Buccaneers to be able to run the football a little bit, try to slow the game down a little bit, and a play action, you know, the Chiefs don't really run the ball that often, but the Buccaneers right. have the ability. They can run the football, play action. That's going to play to their advantage and slow the game down a little bit. Okay. All right, Kurt, Coach. You got the important question. Yeah, important question. Give me your prediction. Is, you know what? The Chiefs are really good. And as much as I think there's a strong possibility that they're going to win, it's very difficult to bet against Tom Brady. Uh, I love greatness. I love the ability to see that and, and be able to live that. Uh, so I'm going with the Bucks, 34-31. Okay. Sis? And Sis, you got one more for Coach? MVP of the game, Coach, either team. Well, I think in either situation, no matter who wins, I, it always goes back to the quarterbacks. So quarterback, Chiefs, it's going to be Mahomes. 
And if the Bucks win, it's going to be uh, Tom Brady. Yep, I agree. I agree. Kenny, your last one. We gonna wear a jersey on Sunday, Coach. Uh, you know what? It's funny. The only jersey that I have left now at this point is I have a Rutgers football jersey. Uh, I know uh, Sis and I were going back and forth. We were fussed about that. Uh, but I'm, <laughs> a huge, I'm a huge Rutgers fan only because I really want to see them do very well. Uh, you know what? Being a Jersey guy, you know, and being involved in football for a long time. Uh, so I do have a Rutgers jersey and I'll probably wear that. Awesome. awesome. Big thanks to Coach Breslin for joining us again tonight. Coach, again, we got to do this more power. often, Coach. Coach, this is great. So, you know, thanks for the opportunity. Thanks, thanks for the awesome. From awesome. a coach's point of view, loved it. Great segment. Yep. Yep. Can't thank you enough for the sweatshirt, as always. And I uh, look yep. forward to seeing you uh, next show. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. And uh, like I always say, you know what? Uh, I, I love being on the show. Thanks a lot, you know, for the opportunity. Uh, and it's always great to talk football, that's for sure. And, Coach, well, before you go, this is the most underrated statement we've seen all night, and Coach Sis can back this. Jenny Hoops just said, Coach Breslin is the defensive guru. That's oh, the absolutely. understatement of the night. Yeah. Yep. No doubt. Well, little spoiler no alert, Todd Bowles is watching, Coach. Hey, you know what? <laughs> that's, you know, that's the fun part for me. I'm always, when I'm watching the game, I'm always looking to learn and, and see what people are doing and listen to what's going on uh, because, you know what, you come up with all these different ideas, uh, you know, and, and how can you implement it into your system? And like I just said before, just very simple for even for Tampa Bay, they already run two men. So you don't have to make too many adjustments if you just want to slide them over if they want to put them to the same side because obviously in a championship game, you don't want to change too much. You don't want to make it more difficult than you Yep. Uh, one of the things that we coach and I, we always talk about, right, sis, if you think you stink. Uh, yep. So you really don't want to make them think at all. You know, yep. play and react. And, uh, yep. And, you know, yep. do what we always talk about at Rambo, right? Do what yep. we do. But, uh, exactly. Thank you, coach. When you, coach, when you're thinking, again. you're not playing. That's for sure. We'll talk to you soon for sure. Sounds good. Enjoy Thanks, the game, guys. coach. Thank you. Yep. you got it. Take it easy. Thank you, coach. You're welcome. The best, Kurt. And then, hey, we got Bobby Blackjack saying Sis and Breslin running our Rutgers football show. There, there you go. go. Yeah, Sis. Kurt, I'm going to let you, Bobby. I'm gonna let you now, introduce now you're our next on guest. It. Now you're on the train, Bobby. I'm going to let you introduce our next guest. Marty Joins is going to be coming on in the room. Okay. I'll let you, let you introduce him to everybody. Hey, Marty, how are you? He's just getting his audio in. Yeah, wait for a second. And then we'll... Hey, how's it going, everyone? What's going on, Marty? What's up, Marty? Good, yeah, good. How are you guys? All right, we good. are welcomed uh, tonight. Uh, Marty was uh, graceful enough to have myself and Sis on his um, podcast the other night. And uh, Marty, you know what? The floor is yours. I want you to introduce yourself and introduce yeah. your podcast. Please, go ahead. Certainly, certainly. My name's Marty Joins. I'm from a small town, uh, Storchtown, Pennsylvania. And uh, we started a podcast called Intercept Your Lunch. And the idea around that was is to take your 30 minutes that your boss gives you on your nine to five and try to give you everything that you need to know. And uh, it's been fun so far. We had you guys on a few days ago and we talked the Super Bowl and I'm excited to join your guys' show and talk the Super Bowl as well. Awesome. 
Marty, I, I wasn't able to come on the other day, but I heard great things about your show. Look forward yeah. to listening to your podcast yep, uh, going forward. Uh, so welcome from my, just welcome to the show. Uh, Kurt, how do you want to start it off? You want to ask uh, some questions from Marty? Yeah, let's or? do some Super Bowl talk with him. And then we're yeah. going to get into a couple Super Bowl props, which uh, we're interested in, because tomorrow we have our wits and wages show, so we want to get your opinion, so we look pretty smart on our show tomorrow. There but, um, you know, just, I guess overall, we, you know, you asked us the questions the other day, so now it's my turn and <laughs> Sis's turn to turn the tables yeah, on, on you a little bit. So uh, I'm on the hot seat. Yeah, you're on the hot seat. So, Kenny, go ahead. Start <laughs> off. We'll do the, let's do the rapid fire. Okay, well, first, let me, let me ask you. I'm going to jump the gun. We, I was going to do this on rapid fire, but... Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you who your favorite football team is now. I'm going to go off the yep. Yeah, uh, I'm a huge Washington football team fan, just like Coach from last segment there. Uh, okay, I've awesome. been wa- watching them for years. My uncle has been a longtime fan. He's been watching them for 30-plus years, and I started watching football with him, and I always crack a joke and say, why couldn't you pick the Patriots? I could have grew up a little better. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Awesome. I, I just went off segment there. So I want, I, yep. I got some questions written down. They're Chiefs mm-hmm. related, they're Bucks related. So I just wanted to know which way to go on some of the questions here. Uh, I got one. So last week or two, uh, was it last week? Last week, the Chiefs lost Eric Fisher. Yep. What do you think the Chiefs and Andy Reid's game plan will be against, in my opinion, a top three front seven in the NFL? Are they going to change yep. anything? Are they going to keep the same game plan? Yeah, and uh, I also think that they lost another guard. His last name's Mitchell, too, as well. So I know that they're beat up on that offensive front. They're going to come after him. And one way to uh, go against that is running draws. Uh, Out of the backfield, you know, Pat Mahomes in the shotgun. You can run those draw plays, get those aggressive front four, aggressive linebackers coming downhill fast, maybe try to sneak one past them that way. But I also think that, Patrick Mahomes' legs are going to have to be huge in this game with the banged-up line, with the aggressive play of Todd Bowles' defense and blitzing from all different angles. He's going to have to be able to scramble and not only extend plays. I know he's very, very great at that, but he's also going to have to get positive yardage as well. Last time they played, he got about 28 yards. I think this time, if they want to have a chance with that banged-up line, he's going to have to get 50 at least in the rushing attack to kind of keep them off balance. Okay. Go ahead, Kurt. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. I asked both of these. Uh, uh, we had a chief. We had Mike on his big buck fan and we had Glenn and Jim big uh, chief fan. So I'm going to ask you the same question. Now, if you were either team, would you want your, would you want to be up one with your defense on the field? Or would you rather be down one, but have either Mahomes or Brady? try to get you in field goal range. Now, again, it's crazy to say not many people. If, you, if I could say to you, hey, I'm going to give you a minute left, your defense, you, I'm going to give you a one-point lead with a minute left, hold them out of field goal range. There's not a lot of people that would say I'm not going to sign up for that. But I don't yeah. know if you're signing up for that this week. Yeah, that's tough. That's that's tough. I'm going to go with the angle that if I'm Kansas City, I want the lead. Um. I'm going to want to try to stop Tom Brady, but if I'm Tom Brady, I want those points. I want to, I want to put my faith in that defense. Those, those linebackers that we talk about, Devin white and those folks stopping Mahomes, 
and keeping it short. It's going to be a tough task for either team, but that's the way I would roll on that one. Okay. But it's interesting though, where it's not a yeah. no brainer, you know, like, no, no. Um, and then even uh, given that answer, I'm kind of almost backtracking. Like, yeah, wait, it's why like, am I going to give Tom Brady, the goat, the ball? You know, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. That's a good but one. You have the question you asked, uh, the Buccaneer guy, why don't you ask uh, Marty as a Redskin fan if he could bring one player back? Well, I want to ask Washington him something was in the first. Super Bowl. If Washington was in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I want to ask him something else first. Okay. First of all, you live in Stewartstown, PA, correct? Correct, yep. I live in Stewartsville, New Jersey. So you're there about we go. Three, you're about three hours from me. Number yep. two, it was a pleasure being on your show the other night. I, yeah, uh, no, certainly. Thanks I for I had some fun with that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my question is this. Who is your X factor in the game on Sunday on either team? Ooh. Yeah, I think uh, for me, I'm going to have to go with Daryl Williams, the running back from Kansas City. Uh, we talked about it on mm-hmm. at my podcast. Uh, C-E-H, uh, Hilaire Edwards. He is a rookie, a little banged up. And Williams has proven in bigger games. Look at last the championship game. He's, you know, he had 56 yards and a touchdown, which it doesn't sound like much, but in the chiefs offense, that is uh, great. And last Super Bowl, um, hundred yards, two touchdowns. So I think that if they can lean on him, he could be a big X factor for them as well. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you because a healthy Edwards on November 29th, when they played, he had 37 yards on 11 carries. Yeah. And that's when he was healthy. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Um, my other question for you, if you could bring back any Kansas City Chief in any era to play in the game on Sunday, who would it be? So, I, I heard you ask the Kansas City Chiefs uh, right. fan that question, and it had me really thinking because I'm a huge Penn State guy, too, and I loved Larry Johnson. And I don't okay. know if he would I don't know if he would provide value in this game. So I looked more as a value for the Kansas City Chiefs. And I would bring back Devont or uh Dante Hall. Oh, I was gonna number eighty two, wasn't he? Yes, kick yeah, eighty two. Wow. The kick return. Wow. Yeah. Remember, remember the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have the worst rated special teams on both sides. I mean, they're thirty second ranked. They give up tons of punt return yards. You saw them when they played the Saints. They took two. They they took one back. I think it was called back on a penalty, and then they took two deep into Tampa Bay territory. So if you could have an X factor guy like that on the field for this game, I, I would definitely bring. He him was back. like a poor, poor, poor man's Tyreek Hill back then. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now in the wide receiving game, I'm not sure how much he would help. Right. But I would want him for. I would want him for that one time where you know fourth quarter. Four minutes left. You're down by four, and they're putting it to you, and he can take it back. Marty, I got Marty. Do, Marty, do you remember Chef Palavecchio and Mark D'Onofrio at Penn State? No, no, I probably don't, a little. Yeah, probably a little bit before your time. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna ask Marty as a Washington fan because I'm curious of his answer. I got one written down. <laughs> if the Washington football team was in the Super Bowl, and you can bring one player back from the past. Who would it be? Okay. Yeah. So the Super Bowl run of the 90s was a little bit before my time. So I know if I had my uncle sitting next to me, he'd be chirping on a few guys. So if I'm going on folks that I just watched, I would love to have Clinton Portis back. 
on that team. I mean, that aggressive style of run. Marty, there's a couple There's a couple style. orange and white and even blue jerseys oh. in that closet of Mr. Yeah. Of Mr. Portis, just so yeah. you know. Yeah, My yeah. My projection was way wrong. I thought you would have went Sean Taylor. Yeah, and then that, that was another guy. That was another guy too, man. He was he was great to watch. But I think like in the Super Bowl with that style, if you can run the ball, man, you can you'll definitely have a chance. All right, Marty, I'm gonna go same thing. But you, I mean, you kind of stole the thunder a little, saying you're a little younger for the <laughs> the '90 championships. But what's your favorite Super Bowl moment then? Oh, there's some good ones. I mean, you've got to. I mean, you've got to think recent history. Tom Brady coming back from twenty-eight, beating the Falcons. I mean, when Edelman caught that ball with about uh, a turf mm-hmm. length of grass in between there, uh, that was great. You had the David Tyree helmet catch, that was great as well. But I, I really think for me, the it's getting into the Tom Brady era when they beat the Rams and Venetary hit that field goal. Um, I just remember being in school and everybody picking the Rams, no one giving the Patriots a chance to win that game. Benetary goes down, hits the field goal, Patriots win. You're like, man, that's kind of weird, like, you know, a <laughs> yeah. new team. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, they win seven or six, whatever it is, yep. and the legend grows from that kick. So I think that that's something that I'll always stick in my head. Kenny, I'm going to ask another Washington okay. question, and then I'll let you guys go. The starting quarterback for the Washington football team in 2021 will be. <laughs> the, do you want my fan answer? Or, uh, I'll give you my fan answer. Fan, yeah, fan and okay. real, fan, and then your yep. real. As a fan, team. as a fan, the 2021 starting quarterback for the Washington football team will be Derek Carr. I really hope that they try to go after him. I know Oakland's been or Las Vegas has been shopping him, and. Uh, I really wanted to try to go after Stafford. I know they did, but if you could get a guy that's a few years younger, has a little bit better contract situation in terms of it's a little bit lower money, you can extend him. I think that would be great. But honestly, I think realistically, it's going to be somebody in the draft with the combination of who they already have on the team. They're really big on Kyle Allen. They're really big on Alex Smith if he can stay healthy. And I just think with missing out on Stafford, I, they talk about being in the Sean Watson sweepstakes, but I hope that's not true. And the rookies that are coming in, there's a bunch of them. I really like Sis's guy, Mac Jones out of Alabama. I don't know if he'll fall that deep to us, but I do like him. But Marty, I think it's going to be a combination of that. Just to piggyback off of Kenny, any way at all, you're going to see a reunion with Ron Rivera and Mr. Cam Newton or no shot at all? That, that's also a possibility, too. Um, I always go back to he was there last year. He was available, and he didn't go. Great point. And, you know, it's funny that relationships in the NFL sometimes get, you know, overblown in terms of, oh, he was with them. He's going to bring them there. And sometimes it's like, well, Ron Rivera took over a team that was 1-15 and had a number one pick. He had to take Cam Newton. And right he was stuck with him at that point. So I think once he got out into a new franchise and he was there, he was like, eh, I'll let him see if he can find somewhere else. So I think that's a possibility, but I think he's going to let him walk somewhere else. Sis, anything else for Marty? Uh, I like to see him get Jones, especially that I'm an Alabama guy. Um, yep. Agreed. 
and I agree with Marty. I think they're going to stick with um, what's his face, Alex Smith. Yeah, they're going to they're going to stick with him, and uh, they got a very good defense. I think uh, you know a little bit of offense, get a couple of receivers, and they could uh, they yeah. could be competitive. They can yep. be competitive. Marty, yep. one more yeah, thing. Like oh, I'm sorry, more. Marty. Go ahead. I was just saying I was agreeing. I, I like the I like the direction that Ron's taking this. I want to I want obviously the most important question, Marty's prediction on the game, but then I want to do the little Super Bowl the wagering part into it. Yeah, though. certainly, certainly. No wagering, no points. Who's the winner of the game on Sunday? All right, I'm sticking to my guns here. We talked about it. On I the know show where he's Monday. going. I'm going Tampa Bay 35, Kansas City 32. I, we talked about it. I don't think Tom Brady has a spectacular game. You know, I think his yards were under or over 295. I, I think he goes under that. and he But he'll still win the MVP. But I think he does enough on third downs. I think he does enough in the red zone to uh, compete with Patrick Mahomes. And that defense will get that one stop that's needed. By the way, Marty, Bobby Blackjack, I-95 Sports Network, saying good job, Marty, saying hello. Yeah, you know what, Kenny, jumping on the fact that that, that, um, that was the first prop I was going to ask you, because I heard like four people this week well, under, sure, under, under oh, I'm let sorry, okay. So we got Marty's pre- prediction, so if obviously you're taking the three points. Do you money line the Bucks here? Yeah, yeah, I would, I, I would, I would money line them. Yeah, okay. if I was now going. get into the, your up. props, Kurt. Okay, so my yeah. first prop is the the Brady under the 295. I heard like three or four people this week, and we talked on your show where I do not believe it's going to be, unless it gets out of hand early and Kansas City's up big, I don't think they're going to go and say, Brady, throw the ball 45 times. I think it's going to run the ball, play defense, you know, convert the third yep. downs like we talked about last week. So that number is going to be low. I like the under two. You like the under on that? Yeah, I like the under and something that popped up on my phone earlier today. They got a 75% chance of thunderstorms down there too. So that doesn't help that number at all. But yeah, I just, I think they're going to ask Tom Brady to do what's needed and not go above and beyond. Like we've seen in past Super Bowls. I mean, I think against the Eagles, he threw for over 500 yards. Okay. I don't think we're going to, I don't think we're going to see that this Super Bowl. Here's one that I really caught my, I, I look for those silly ones on FanDuel. Yep. Uh, Tom Brady over under rushing yards. Is <laughs> yeah. half, half. A yard. half a yard. If I've seen a quarterback, quarterback sneak more in the NFL than Tom Brady, I'd be lying. Nobody sneaks oh. the ball when they need one yard more than Brady. Yep. How can you not take a shot with that? Once yeah. Yeah. I mean, for, yeah, for one yard, the only, and I tried to look this up earlier uh, after we talked about it on our podcast there Monday, but. I wonder if that takes an account uh, knees, quarterback kneels. Yeah. I don't know if it does or not, but that would be something uh, if he got one yard and then he took a knee to win the game and then he's an under. So, uh, but yeah, you got to take that shot for a half a yard. I mean, you saw him against the Eagles that one year catch a pass. So I think in the Super Bowl, he'll do whatever he needs to do. Marty, we got a comment from a Tyler James saying too bad he is from Stewartstown and not Delta. Glad to see you growing big, Marty. Sweet show, K&K. Thank you, Tyler, for chiming in. Oh, yeah, he's he's one of our uh, longtime listeners, and uh, he's been a guest on my podcast awesome. a few times. Awesome. Let me get yep. one more in, Kurt, and then I'll yep. let you and yeah. Cisco if you guys want. 
Tyreek Hill over or under on the receiving yards. I think it's in the put it. I forget what the last number was. It's was it 92 or 82, Kurt? Can you check on that? Yep, I'll check it out. He had 203 yards in the first quarter when they played earlier in the season. First yeah. quarter, 203 yards. <laughs> yeah. That you know, they're going to try and stop him. So that can be a little sneaky one there. Yeah. I think. Ooh, that's tough. I think that, you know, in that 80-90 range, it seems low for him, right? I mean, he almost can take any catch. Right, one that play. He rece- one play, and he can get that. So it seems low, which sometimes or always scares me when I'm trying to bet against half, Kenny, 94 and a half. Yeah, that, that scares me in the fact that it seems almost too low, but you know – he did have, you know, 200-plus yards in the first quarter against them. I think their defensive strategy is going to be a little different. I still think he goes over the 94, though, because, um, like you said, it only takes one play for him, and he can get 80. I like the over there, too, because if there is a weakness in the Bucks defense, it's the secondary. Yep, certainly it is. I, I agree with that. Kurt, you want to throw a prop out there? Yeah, and my last one, tell me if you think I'm crazy for this one. And it's a small number. And this guy has gotten a little bit in the news last week. Not not smart by saying he's faster than Tyreek Hill, but <laughs> Scotty Miller, 20 and a half yards. Now, I know, you know, Antonio Brown, he's going to play. You got Godwin, you got Evans, you got Gronk. But yeah. Brady, that's still like, when I say a Brady guy, an underneath guy, you saw what he did in the NFC Championship game right before the half on a deep pass. Yeah, caught that one ball. 20 and a half, for me, I like that. I mean, yeah. crazy or no? No, I don't think you're. I don't think you're crazy there. Uh, Tom Brady loves him. Uh, he gets his. I mean, in the playoffs, and one to two catches, and but he's always had over twenty yards, except for in the wild card, he only had fifteen. But um, man, that's tough. Twenty. Yeah, I think I would go over on that because similar to Tyreek, I mean, totally different players, but we saw in the championship game, it only takes one catch. Okay. And when the numbers are that low, you've got to play the percentages that he'll be able to get free on one play because he's definitely not going to get over that on production in terms of targets. Right. We know we know that. So we've got to bank on that he's going to take one of those catches for more than 20 yards, and I think he could do that. Okay. Let me throw one last one out there, Kurt, and then I'll let you you, you take over. My last one is Super Bowl MVP, if a value bet. So I don't want Mahomes. I don't want Brady. Who would be a value pick that can be a sleeper and as MVP? Which is, you know, it's probably going to be a quarterback. But if it was, yeah. you know, if you had to pick somebody other than a quarterback, if you're looking for value, yeah, I mean. Uh... Odds are, yeah, we're leaning that way, and you hear a lot of folks say Kelsey and Hill, so. I'm going to even go with a bigger value. We saw Tampa Bay 17, 18 years ago win the Super Bowl with some defensive plays. I mean, if you're thinking way outside the box, look at a guy like Devin White. I mean, he can get a few sacks. He can get 10-plus tackles and can score a defensive touchdown, cover Kelsey, shut him down. I mean, he's got the potential and the opportunities to be the MVP. Like we said, I don't know even if he did all that, if he could win it, but that would be a guy – and. For Kansas City, uh, I would look at one of the running backs like a, a, a Daryl Williams or maybe even trying to think on their defensive end like a Honey Badger maybe if he has a great performance. But that would be too – that I think that would be too tough. But 
Also, look at a guy like Daryl Williams on Kansas mm-hmm. City. That's okay. good. I love the defensive guys because everybody, everybody, especially yeah. like, not just on our show, everybody's predicting a high score. Yeah. When yeah. You and get if the defensive touchdowns or a low scoring game, then it's going to be a defensive guy. So yeah. why not take a chance with, with yeah. a defensive guy yeah. at long odds? I agree. Yep. Yeah. No, that, that'd be, I love Devin White. I've, I've heard you guys talk about him. I love him. I loved him about, I loved him out of LSU. I wanted yep. the Washington football team to trade up for him. I mean, I thought that he was a stud from, from those days. So I, I think he'd be a guy that I'd look at. All right, Martin. Well, yeah. And thank you enough for joining us tonight. Yeah, no. yeah. Make your podcast, but please plug your show again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, follow us. Uh, we're on Facebook, YouTube, Buzzsprout, Interceptor Lunch. Uh, come. We we uh, post new shows every Wednesday. Uh, we have all kinds of different guests. We look at all kinds of different sports, and we give you what you need to know so you can sit in the lunchroom and chat with your buddies about what's going on in the world of sports. And we even touch base on prop bets, straight line bets. And we even do a thing called lunch bargain parlay, where I'll give you a uh, crazy, crazy bet that I think that could hit that could win you big time money by only putting a dollar or two. Oh, we're this in for week. that. You got the yeah. right three guys for I that. Got, I could tell you I, that. Yeah. I got you one. I got you one for tomorrow. All right. Awesome. There Par- you go. Parlay, parlay this. Sunday in the afternoon before the Super Bowl, right? Okay. Everyone's just hanging out and chilling. But turn on your TVs, listen to the Miami Heat play, get your NBA fix, go bam out of Bayou to record a double-double against the Charlotte Hornets. Big men are weak down there. Um, he's almost averaging that himself. Okay. Play that with Chris Godwin to score the first touchdown of the Super Bowl. I think that if Tom Brady and them, they started out hot against the Packers in the championship game, if they can get the coin toss, if that's heads or tails, we'll find that one out. But if they can uh, get the ball first, head down, I think Mike Evans will get a lot of attention and Chris Godwin can go in for a slant or a fade by himself and score. Pair that together, you'll get it at plus 16,000. So, Two dollars on that would win you three hundred and twenty-two dollars. All right, love Kenny, it. there you go. We're doing it. You there know you me; go. I love those long. Yes, long it days. is. Yeah. Kenny's yeah. missed the long <laughs> shot there, Mister. Marty, long anytime you want to join us on Wednesday and on Thursdays, we do wits and wagers. Yeah, yes, yeah, open man. invite. Anytime yeah. you want to come, you know you got Kurt's info. Anytime you, know. you want to jump on, welcome to yeah. reach out to me. You know, we'll absolutely would love to have you again for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know, guys. I'm. Always open. This is this is fun stuff for me. Awesome. Thank Absolutely. you, Marty, so much. All right, enjoy Thank the you. Super Bowl, and uh, I'll be putting this bet in. We'll, we'll announce it on our show tomorrow. We'll plug your show as well on tomorrow. All right, show. man. Appreciate that. Day. Thank you, Marty. All right. Thank you. Have a good Thanks, day. Marty. Bye. All right. And we got one more segment with Mr. Neely. Mr. Neely is back. There is Mr. Neely. Mr. Neely. We apologize for Late keeping you a cocktail. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's I had a little time midnight, to... midnight buffet time. Yeah. I, I had a couple extra minutes to make a, a dirty martini. That's okay. A couple minutes. Again, I played out eyes lit up when you said dirty martini. You see him look up? Sister's eyes went, martini? <laughs> Rob, I blame, again, I blame all time, time confusions on Mr. Kirkpatrick. <laughs> Rob, see, I know cooking. You're doing the chocolate dip pretzels. I know we're okay. Yeah, we're good. So, guys, this is not just a Super Bowl thing. 
this is like more for Valentine's. Like, look at this. I just want to lick that bowl of chocolate, man. Oh my god! So I got I got Shoprite brand uh, milk chocolate. Nothing fancy, and I'm just I microwaved it for 30 seconds at a time for about a minute and a half. Sis, the ladies are gonna drool over this. You put this together for Valentine's, you'll be fighting them off with a stick, sis. I don't need chocolate. <laughs> it's not for you. It's for the ladies. I know that. Uh, Rob, see, just this, just the opposite of sis. Chocolate has always been my addiction. So you sold me already. I don't. I'm not a big pretzel, like a snack pretzel guy. I like soft pretzels. But so, if I'm gonna eat pretzels, it's gonna be with chocolate covered, like that. Yeah. So Kenny, I'm the same way. I'm not a sweet guy. I don't like sweets. But my sister. Uh, she has a salt, uh, not a salt, I'm sorry, she got a candy business. She sells uh, all sorts of chocolates, lollipops, hot cocoa bombs, etc. It's mom's and daughter's chocolate. She's on Facebook, etc. So I gave her a jar of my smoked sea salt, and she made chocolate-covered pretzels with the smoked sea salt. And I, I couldn't believe it. She brought me some, and they were phenomenal. So again, you melt chocolate for 90 seconds, you dip the pretzels, you throw some salt on top, you put it in the freezer for five minutes, and look what comes out. I mean, it doesn't get any better than this. Mr. Neely, Mr. Neely, here they are, yes. right here. I'm shocked you still have some left, sir. Not many. <laughs> I could tell you this, sis isn't getting any of them, because they're gone. <laughs> Found something Kurt likes, sis. Rob, can't thank you enough for all the food tonight. Even though I'm in Maryland, I know it's good stuff. And uh, I'm going to be reaching out to you on Friday. But we got a couple minutes. We've I'm waiting doing... for these rapid fires. I've been prepping all night. We've been we've been asking everybody all night long some rapid fire questions. Uh, By the so... way, hold on, Kenny. We got a comment from Melissa McCormick. That's me. That's my brother. His smoke salts are, in all caps, amazing on chocolate-covered pretzels. Yes, they are. You sold me, Rob. I'm going to be reaching out to you Friday. You're sending me. I'm, I'm going all to right. some stuff. Uh, so, yeah, we'll do rapid fire with you, and then we'll get the one last plug in, and then uh, we'll – All right. So for those Let's who don't know – Let's go to the recliner, Mike. Hold for on. those who don't We're know – We're out of the kitchen now. Sorry. I, get her and I, have known I like this. Long. I like this. Kurt and I have known you a long time. Sis knows you. We know what fan you are, but for those who don't know, who who's your football team? I'm a Titans fan. Grew up an Oilers fan. Wasn't allowed to root for the Giants or the Jets. Uh, got my heart broken by Frank Reich in the uh, greatest comeback of all time, and uh, I've been a fan since. Go ahead, Kurt. This is another question. I don't this know if tough. I should ask this him. Oh, you, you should not. You shouldn't even put Rob on the spot. On I don't this. know if I can ask you this question. And listen, me and you. No, are, you have me, to. Me and you are good friends, man. I feel bad asking you this question. Favorite Super Bowl moment. So I've been ready for this because my worst Super Bowl moment is Mike Jones of tackling of Kevin course. Dyson. My favorite Super Bowl moment. And I'm surprised that nobody came up with this one tonight. It was unforgettable. I guarantee every one of you guys remembers Whitney Houston singing the national anthem. Super Bowl 25. Yep. New York Giants. Ours yet, but I, our spoiler will be in a minute. 
Go ahead, sis. I know you got a question for Mr. Neely, the smoky beard. Who's your Super Bowl factor in either on either team in the Super Bowl? Oh, man. I think Brady's going to take care of business, but I'm worried about his uh, special teams. You know, yeah, people, you know people are overlooking, Rob. Oh, people but, are overlooking? Mark what I'm telling you. Brady to Gronk at least 10 to 12 times in that game that, on that, Sunday. <laughs> I nobody, can see that. Nobody's talking about it, number one. Number two, they played together in seven Super Bowls. Not um, one mention of that. You know what, sis? I'm going to back you on that for one reason. Because you Thank know what? You. When that game Thank came late in that NFC Championship game, he right. looked for Brady a couple times. Yep. So that's a good Big point. Fact. Take, it. Take it. You're right on the spot, Mr. Neely. Super Bowl prediction. Give me a score. 17-7 bucks. Wow. Wow. Cost of the that's rain? Good... Wait, cost like of the that. rain? Cost of the rain and cost of that defense. I don't think the defense gets enough of credit. That is the first low-score game of the night. I like it. I like it. Listen, Especially if they the hold rain. Kansas City to seven points, they. I bet you there's three teams that fire their coach and hire Todd Bowles. On the I'll spot. tell you one thing. <laughs> on the spot. Wait, uh, Kurt, I got a question. You know, I don't want him. This question is strictly for Kurt. I was at the game, arguably a top five offense in history. Minnesota Vikings, when they had Culpepper, Chris Carter. Randy, nothing. Giants shut them out, NFC Championship, 41 nothing. Okay. Offense a lot better than that offense? Yes. Okay. A lot, though, Kurt, a lot better. I, I think that it's up there with the greatest show on turf and that and they had Robert Smith as their running back. Yeah. They had a running back better than Kansas City's running back. Comment from Debbie White, and I know where she's going. <laughs> the best Super Bowl was Tom Brady sitting on the field when the Eagles beat him. Yes, <laughs> I cannot stand Tom Brady. You know that. that that's my mom, Kurt. I know, you I got know one she's not an, uh, Tom Brady Neely. I know you What's got one game? more, sis. Super Bowl MVP, big guy. Who do you like? Go uh, with the GOAT. Yep. Yeah, if, Tampa Bay win, if Tampa Bay wins, you know he's going to get it. But anyway. Yeah, but I'm going to ask you this. If it's 17 yeah. 7, how is somebody on defense not getting that MVP? Because it doesn't happen anymore. Uh, it's, it it's not with... fair, but it doesn't happen. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> right there's my MVP number 58. He didn't throw any passes that day. Yeah, but that's a different story. I mean, it, maybe you get a pick six and and you know, but I Oh, don't so know. what he did that day doesn't matter? Two forced fumbles, one for a touchdown, shut down the MVP. <laughs> You're living in the past, man. I know, I know. <laughs> that's all I got right now. And <laughs> what's your Millie, last what's one, Kenny? You wearing a Titans jersey on Sunday? If I'm going with a jersey, I'm either going uh, McNair or Bruce Matthews, something vintage. Okay. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, why don't we do ours real quick, Kurt, and then yeah, we'll wrap up. We'll keep up Neely on. Well, let's keep Neely on. So, all right. Yeah, so. absolutely. We'll plug your thing at the end, Neely. So, so I'll start with Sis. Who's your favorite team, Sis, for those who don't know? The Jets. <laughs> <laughs> 
For those who don't know, Sis is a giant. Go ahead, Kurt. Sis, what's your... Oh, by the way, Bobby Blackjack is saying the chocolate-covered pretzels are amazing because he got a little couple samples going on. All right. Sis, what's your favorite Super Bowl moment then as a Giant fan? The first one, 1986. I don't like that one. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. We'll do do Sis and me together since we're both Giants fans. Okay. And then we'll go to you, Kurt. All right. My favorite Super... My favorite team is the Giants. My favorite Super Bowl moment... Believe it or not, was the Scott Norwood. Okay. I was in my room. I was I, I, I couldn't watch it in the living room with my dad. I was in my room and I, I couldn't look. When he missed it, I just went crazy. Sure. And that was the first I the first Super Bowl, I was a little young, 86, but 90, I was really starting. You to were a little young. I remember that damn game. I remember it, but the Norwood one is the one I like the most. Over, believe it or not, the undefeated season. By the way, Glenn Della Pesca is all over you, Kenny, with this comment. He said, if Dante <laughs> Culpepper starts for the Chiefs on Sunday, we'll only score seven points. You comparing Dante Culpepper to Mahomes, Kenny? They should drug test you right now. <laughs> Come on, Kenny. Um, when did he do compare, that? I said a hold. That you got the receiver in a better running game. I don't anyway, know. next. All X right, Factor. Sis, X Factor of the Super Bowl this week. You've asked it all night, but who's your X Factor? I know who he's going to say. No, it's not going to be Hill. I know that you thought I was going to say. I'm going to go with the kid, David, from Tampa Bay, the linebacker. I love that kid. Kenny? My my X factor on the I'll give you one on each team. My X factor on the Chiefs. Nobody has said him. I thought of this when Coach Breslin was on with his defensive coordinator. How are you going to stop the Chiefs? Opposite side, Cole Hardman, Baby Cheetah. That's my X factor. Okay. Um. And by the way, on the Don- Bucks, on the Bucks, it's going to be the running backs. Fournette and Jones. They're going to keep the Chiefs offense off the field. Okay. By the way, Donald Cooper saying Montana to Clark against Dallas. Best memory, I'm assuming. Coach Breslin saying the barber for the Chiefs has the virus. Yes, he does. And they got him the hell out of there today. Get him out. Get him out. All right, sis. I, I, you know what? Both you nearly disappointed me going Tampa Bay. You two better not disappoint and get off the chief bandwagon, sis. I heard you. Oh, I'm gonna. Where are you? Where are you putting your money, sis? I'm leaning towards Tampa, man. Ah, oh, sis, don't fall yeah. into the trap. If listen to me, listen to me. If it rains, if, my original. I like, and you know this. I like the over. But if it rains, I, I think it goes to Tampa. They, they got a better running game, and, and Kansas City trolls the ball over the lot. That's just me, man. You're asking me. I'm telling you. Kenny, Kenny? I'll give you a score, 27-21. Bucks, pull it off. I think the offensive line's banged up for the Chiefs. I think defense is going to be good. Nobody's talking about the home field. Bucks have played there all year. I know there's not going to be all Bucks fans there, but it is a home field advantage. I'm I'm sorry, it's still a home field advantage. The rain is going to make rain. The rain's going to make a huge difference. Plus, plus, 
what have you, I'm calling you out right now on the air with, with Rob and Sis as my witnesses. What have you said? What's your famous saying? What wins championships? Defense. And what else? Running game. I know. Bucks. I are going to run, run, run. Sorry, you know, Glenn and, and Jim, I hope I'm wrong for you guys. Mike, our Bucks fan, you know, I hope I'm – I can't be right for both. If I got to make a prediction, I'm going with Brady. He's going to win. What hasn't he done? He's first quarterback now to play home game. He got NFC to the champion. Now he needs to win a Super Bowl with a different team. He hasn't done he that. He got his kid on the field during COVID. Right. For a touchdown to Breeze's son. Right. I'm taking Brady in this spot in a in a not as high as everybody's saying, but 27-21. Okay. Sis MVP. Uh, if if Tampa Bay wins, it's going to be Brady. If Kansas City wins, it'll be Mahomes. Kenny, that simple? Nope. I'm going long shot. You know I go long shots. Tampa Bay's running game is going to come up huge in this game. If I got to pick one, I'm going to go Fournette. But I would put money on Fournette or Jones in this game. That running game is going to – Brady's going to have the yards, but he's not going to have the touchdowns. The running game is going to be the, what gets the touchdowns in this game. Okay. For the Chiefs, I'm going to go Tyreek Hill if it's if it's somebody on the Chiefs. Okay. Because I just feel they couldn't stop him the first time around. He may get those breakaway 10 catches, 180 yards, two touchdowns. How do you not give it to him? And no, I, I I will be wearing a Giants jersey, probably Eli Manning to work on Sunday night. I'm working, but I'll have the game on in the office. Okay. Now we ask you the questions. All right, let's bang Favorite them out. Favorite team, Mr. Valenti. Denver Broncos, nice and simple. Favorite Super Bowl moment, Mr. Valenti. Well, if it's, you're asking me for my favorite Super Bowl moment, I'll just say to you, fourth and seven, Favre drops back, Mobley breaks it up from Chamora, Denver wins Super Bowl 32. Good, sis. Ask him yours. Favorite ice cream? Uh, chocolate. <laughs> what's, the best thing, what's the best thing you ate tonight, Kurt? Chocolate-covered pretzels. <laughs> Absolutely. MVP of the Super Bowl, Kurt. MVP of the Super Bowl. Patrick. No, no, skip. We'll go to that. No, we're jumping ahead. Give me your X factor. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. No way. No way. Here we go, sis. You ready? No way. No, with 37 yards on 11 carries, and he was healthy in November. No way. Let's get get his prediction, guys. All right, here we go, Neil. You ready for this? Book this one. Because, Kenny, you know what? You are right. I've said all year, defense and running game. And home field. And home field. (laughs) But there's only one thing in this world that could beat that. What is that, Kenny? And you know I said this. What is the one thing that can beat running the ball and defense? One thing. What kind of quarterback? Franchise quarterback. Off the chart quarterback. And you know what? 
It is going to be it's going to be low scoring. I'm going to go 26 20. I think because like coach Breslin says, they're going to take away. They're not going to play how they played last time with that defense. There's no way they could play man. They're going to take it away. I think they're going to and I was talking to coach Breslin today. Listen, Run the ball down the field. I like just like like uh, Neely was talking about Super Bowl twenty five and Whitney Houston before. What did they do? Listen, go ahead. Let Thurman Thomas have two hundred and thirty yards rushing, but you're gonna take away that big play, shorten the game, and start playing defense in the red zone. The Chiefs are not a good red zone offense, so I think they score four field goals in that red zone offense, two touchdowns. There's twenty six. 26-24, Mahomes, but Mahomes gets the MVP because the only thing that could beat defense in a running game is just an out-of-this-world quarterback, and Mahomes is an out-of-this-world quarterback. He must have 6-4 and four in a Super Bowl pool because that 26, I don't think anybody would come up and, with 26. Well, I just they, gave it to you. Four field goals and two touchdowns. That's 26. He must have a Super Bowl pool. I don't six have any four. Super Bowl pools. And your MVP, Kurt... Patrick Mahomes. All righty. So, Mr. Neely, one more time. Finish Pull us up. off, Mr. Neely. Finish us off with your plug or your 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 show uh, your uh, product. Thank All you. right. So listen, I didn't do I this tonight. Try. What's up? Thank you for the food that I was not able to try, but everything yeah. looks delicious on TV. Uh, listen, I didn't do this for uh, the Instagram likes or the Etsy sales or any of that. I did it to uh, show people that you can have really good appetizers without going too crazy, going too over the top. You know, we made a, a honey mustard in 30 seconds. Uh, you know, so jazz up your Super Bowl party. Uh, message me for ideas. And if you like my product, great. If not, you know, cool. I'll help you out anyway. Um, listen to these guys every week and uh, thanks to my wife and my cousin who's been holding the camera. Um, hopefully I wake up on time for work tomorrow. Yeah, well, thank you for going more, a little one extra. More prediction, one more prediction. Cameraman, Mike, who's, uh, who's winning the game Sunday? Oh, it's, it's Brady in the box. Hands down. Awesome. Hands down. All okay. against you. See, Kurt's the only one that's oblivious over there. Neely. No, I want to give a, a big shout out to Rob Neely, his wife, his cousin, but especially you, Rob. Um, it was awesome. I mean, I joke around that I'm a picky eater, but I'm not joking. I am a picky eater, and your food was absolutely fantastic. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to do the pigs in a blanket. I'm not a turkey person, but the pretzel, <laughs> the pretzel, um, the little pretzels, the the um, the wings, and especially the chocolate-covered pretzels out of this world. We will ship some to Sis, so I will get that to Sis. We don't have much food left because we ate it, so you may have to make <laughs> some more for Sis, but I promise Sis I'll get it. And somehow, when Kenny comes down, or maybe we could ship him pretzels, but we'll oh, ship Kenny some so food. I'm ordering some seasonings, on, on some rubs on Friday. We're going to get together with Rob. We'll get some recommendations from him. We'll, we'll do some stuff. Yep. Uh, big thank you to everybody for coming on tonight. Little oh, great show. show. Little different type of show we did tonight, and it went. Marty Marty joins from Intercept Your Lunch, Coach Breslin, uh, your nephews, your brother-in-law Paul and Cassie, Carson, uh, Carson Shear, Ticket Time, uh, Rob, of course, and Jenny Hoops, and anybody else I right. may have missed. Glenn, Jim, Jim and Glenn, Mike, Jim and Glenn, et cetera, et cetera. Mike, all those guys, I fantastic. Anybody. I apologize. Enjoy the Super Bowl on Sunday. 
and uh, we will catch you. Thank you for making the show a success tonight. Later, guys. Thank you, guys. Great sis, job, sis. Mr. Neely. Great job. Thank you, Neely. Right. Sis and Kenny.